0: Uh, okay. Um, good afternoon, everybody. Uh, okay. So we have an interesting um, challenge today in the sense of the major macor is not um, by any standard definition Torah. <laughs> so I have to figure out how to handle that. Mm-hmm. Um, Professor Moshe Bernstein um, liked to say to us, I imagine he still does, that uh, when he taught an undergraduate class, he thought that if you made a, if you made a, a in advance that he had failed if you if it was a bracha the batala. they didn't feel that way about graduate classes. And graduate classes even the subject was Bible, if you, if you didn't make a bracha lematelah at the end, that was fine. If, if, if you couldn't make a birkas Torah, that was okay. Um, we don't really have the option of um, having you do all the all the non-Torah, non-formal Torah prep um, in outside of outside outside of, uh, of time. So it doesn't matter anyway; it has to be done uh but i thought that just in case you happen to have made your late, uh that we would start with we'd start with a, a brief Torah conversation then we'll move on to the, we'll move on to the article and i'm going to start them by reading the article with you and then we are going to go back to the mm-hmm. current about um so the fun thing just a, a word that i'm very fond of um i guess i should tie this back in also that there's a conversation the other way as well uh my wife and i don't have a conversation about um things in in things in the Masoret that are obsolete science, are they Torah or not? Mm. All right, so I take the position that once it's part of the Masoret, it's Torah, and Deborah takes the position that you know, false astronomy is false astronomy, <laughs> and doesn't understand why you, why anyone spends any time um, on it at all. And to some extent, this ties back to Professor Lieberman's uh, famous line about uh, Sholem, where the, right, right, uh, his introduction to Sholem, which he you know, didn't like Kabbalah, right? Obviously it was nonsense is nonsense, <laughs> but the history of nonsense is scholarship. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So the question is right. Does one agree? Right? Does one think history yeah. of nonsense is nonsense? Does one think history of nonsense, <laughs> is scholarship? Um, okay. So the word I want to just say right is the uh, of befume. I like spreading this one anyway. Um, is uh, one of the one of the things that um, that people raise against a uh, against what, for better or worse. One people like to call it Torah lot of philosophy, like the notion that there is value to studying things other than Torah. It's really, such a big deal for sharing. It's, uh, for sure, it's obviously orthododic anyway. But right? you know the things you have to know in order to understand Sheer. But addressing the question generally, because I don't have any problems, uh, I generally like to think that um, Rashi going has power, and the truth is Torah. Um, but I, th- I like to think that there are things there. There's Torah you can make a Birk Torah, and Torah you can't make a birksa Torah, as opposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one of the, the texts that people, you know, the, one of the problematic texts. I don't know if this still happens, but um, a long time ago. Uh, a lot of us used to agonize about uh, the Torah Mada things because we were really Shiva guys, and so we were really stuck with the constant of Bital Torah. And so that every moment that we spent doing something else had to be justified. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are different things I like to quote. A friend of mine at one point, when we were complaining about the you know, the the absence of the Torah Mada in Wayu mm-hmm. and the problem was that the absence of Torah Mata, like you know, probably we were false. We were we were unfortunately focused probably on the people who were studying only Torah as opposed to the people who weren't learning anything at all.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but at one point, you know, so he suggested to me that what we need to do is put a big sign up in the corner of the base which was at that point was a night Seder corner. It wasn't like now when there are hundreds of students in night mm-hmm. uh, like there were the 20 students in night Seder, and they were, of course, the right wing. Uh, mm-hmm. Too many of those put a big sign, stop learning Torah, read Graham Greene. You know, <laughs> yeah, that sort of pointed up the challenge. Uh, like, what, what, what are you actually telling these students to do? <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, if it's a zero-sum game, then there, there are elements of problematic. In any case, so one of the makor people like to cite is um, is Right, that's like a great, that's like a great um, a great Macor for doing it. So, um, so there's a counter reading that uh, I first read in Rav Luchlstein. Um, but that I have found in earlier sources. Afterward, I don't remember the earlier sources, though. In which he argues that it, you know, that you know, a wonderful Torah, not a reading, Anybody who considers admiring nature to be a break in their be a break in their learning mm-hmm. is a uh, right is, is benafsho, right? So now we've nicely <laughs> inverted it. Uh, you know, other people try and claim it's only dafk when you're memorizing, right? It's mm-hmm. probably mishnaso uh, because because right, that right. undoes your past because all your work memorizing is undone by the uh, by the moment. That's not so convincing either. Um, so I wanted to suggest the following. Uh, the Ramam has a very wild reading of precious uh Bracious that many of you probably know. Um the Ram notes, right, which I think is is you know, is fairly straightforward that it's the itza das tovara, which suggests that das tovara is not a good thing, which is problematic, right? That's the triloba that he's asked by the person who may or may not be a chacham in the uh, right in the opening of the guide. Uh, right? Why is there knowledge that God wishes to hide from people? Right? Shouldn't we all wish to have knowledge? And so he claims that it's not—it's not, it's not actually—it's a question of what issues you're concerned with. And that if you're on the the Madrega, uh, that Adam Rishon was supposed to be on, you're supposed to care only about and the sheker. And so Tovarach is a is a drop. It drops it it drops you simply from the objective to the aesthetic, right? Um, and then there's all debate about which where, whether ethics is in the objective or the aesthetic realm. Um, but, to, but what's really cool about the Ramas reading is the um, is that he says, as opposed to the the I guess the intuitive sense that probably most people have is that you fall because you sin, uh, right? That's but that's the um, and that raises the that raises the question. So why why did, you know if they haven't yet fallen, right? Why did they sin? Like what 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 tempts them about about eating the fruit if you if you're still on the level of mitzvah sheker? So Rambam argues, right? That if you take this reading, it must be that the right—it's not that you sin; it's not that you fall because you sin, but it's you sin because you fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. In other words, that there's something that Adam and Chava first, right, first fall, in Marban, right, so they're interested in doverah. And once they're interested in doverah, then of course they, right, then then of course they eat the fruit.
2: I was like, what's the difference between fall and sin? Both, ah, fall is a level
0: of ruhadrigo. Fall is character, and sin, sin, okay. is, sin is a meisa. Okay right it's and right good. and fall is a fall is a madriga uh, right, as we talked about virtue right, same as the same distinction right. made in the um, made in Aspiration white.
1: Versus...
0: same as Russia White, uh, right Robert white wise there's your character oh, right, right and right, your actions so um so the, the Ram is really good shot in Bracious because the Ram because the Barishas says that, or if you look at the description, it says Vate <laughs>
1: Right,
0: that Chava is But Khava is attracted by the sight of the by the sight of the fruit. And so it makes sense that right, to read it, that what first happens is that Khava notices the aesthetic. And then having noticed the aesthetic. Then right then then she eats the fruit and what why Adam is Adam what Adam sees is a different issue because Adam um, you know is fundamentally ignored in this entire story. It's an interesting thing, right, that people don't. Do uh, mm-hmm. you have any scholarship about that? Like, that was interesting that the whole story of the fall is told from his perspective. No,
3: Sorry.
4: I might know a little bit, kind of looking at how, kind of paralleling it a bit with the like midrash about like the wife's that were created like there are these two great lights and then suddenly one is the greater light
0: one is the lower light um marina has right Mar- marina talks about this right
4: i i've read her stuff uh, but i've read it in steve greenberg talked about it in his
0: interesting i think marina quotes this from somebody earlier okay um right there's a woman in israel i forget marina marina it's a woman oh. in, in providence yeah the book and uh, sort of chabad feminism, I guess. Uh, although it's, it comes from chabad feminism, but it's, it she takes it a little bit further, I mm-hmm. Um But in chabad simple? feminism. There's a lot. There's enormous enough. Yeah,
2: but I didn't know it's like a it's like a term. Like sure. I know a lot of chabad <laughs> women are like powerful women, but no, no, no,
0: no. It's a term, and it's, it's a, a whole school. The whole um, yeah. much, much stuff there, fascinating stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, etiquette. but I think so. I, I want to suggest, right? This is the word I want to suggest that, mm-hmm. um, that two, you can you can solve two puzzles at one time. One is um, where does Rama get this idea, right? Where you know where, How does the, the, the big question is how does the Rama what what gives the thing that puzzles everyone is how does Rama think that his philosophy is in puzzle?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: right? That's like the big puzzle, right? The Rama, right? It seems like there's a big disconnect. So, where, right, what was the clue? So I want to suggest the big clue was. That Mishnah, which the Rama understood as a like reading the, uh, of Bridge. The Mishnah of opposing Mishnah, so right. So the Rama understands that as a reference for Dhamma Rishon, mm-hmm. Right. And right, and he says, Mana Yilanze. <laughs> what, what right? What where, where do you get this crazy idea that, that it's a tree that's going to interrupt your learning? Mm-hmm. So the answer is, right? The Rama right, the, the understood that line, uh, right? That 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 Mishnah which seems to come out of nowhere as a reading of the first paragraph of Braishus that opens up the whole world. Uh, Any anyway, case, right? That it you it, it it works a little bit better if you can come up with the really good thing of the next line of the Mishnah, which also says, right, that there's much also these also notice as a furrow, right? That you have to try and figure out like what is why why is he attractive to agriculture? Um, uh, which or even weirder, like whoever says, you know you people say like how beautiful that furrow is if you're if you're a farmer right you say like he reminds me he plows very straight furrows right we've read the uh uh both in um it's especially true versus scott Cart, right in the hmm. in the sound of the sun series oh, okay. uh where he has the golden plow very, very, very plows, particularly straight furrows. But I think in almost all literature, which you know it attempts to give you the the sense of what it's like to be a furber, there's always like say, well, that person they plow a straight furrow. But I have no appreciation of this whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even draw a straight line, let alone plow a straight furrow. But I want to just put out there, right? So we have something you can say because of Torah, which is you know self-referential because it's, let's just say because of Torah, according to the Rambam, many things that you might not otherwise be able to say because of Torah. That that's. Quite a lot of things
5: in the source sheet that are Torah. Pardon? Quite a lot of things on the source sheet that are Torah. There are, but I want to
0: start with Warren and Brenda. You know, <laughs> right. So you know that is a question with the safe right? Because we made the replica just mm-hmm. before just before class. And Professor Bernstein never said that, right? Never said that you had to be a very to the Torah in the first five minutes of class. Uh, which you know, I presume if I wish to write up his halachic positions, that would tell me that he doesn't believe that it's necessarily a <laughs> hefzeg, it's all one hefts of, of India, whatever it may be. Uh, any case, but it's also an excuse for me to throw in this word, which I think, if it's true, is a really cool word, and if it's not true, it could be a really influential word anyway. Um, I wrote an article some years ago, uh, misusing the word meme, because I'm old, uh, but, but I think still think it was a really powerful point arguing that um, you need to have like, to propagate a culture popularly, which of course, which, which I'm absolutely an expert on how to propagate a culture popularly among the non-intellectuals. It's the kind of thing intellectuals pontificate about. Uh, mm-hmm. But it seems to me like one of the things you need are, I called them memes, but memes was oh, just an excuse to, use, to misuse the word. Vorts. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like everyone should have, uh, everyone should have like a You serious- thought
2: memes or vorts?
0: No, well, I <laughs> memes were you know like ways of ways of packaging ideas in a very right in a in and I've a. I've
5: seen the word used in that
0: context. Yeah, it, it did used to mean that. It used to mean. What that.
2: wait, memes mm-hmm. used to mean? Mm-hmm. It used to like a very a very in a short, a very concise idea. way of of,
0: of package of, of of packaging an idea memorably, mm-hmm. uh, right? It didn't necessarily mean that you were taking a visual from the internet and putting other and uh, repurposing it. Uh, so I thought that that that, that was a. Uh, and I've argued this over the years that like you know what. One of the things that modern Orthodox education needs is just a sense of or a set of words that everybody keeps in their head and that sort of organize their whole theology mm-hmm. around. Okay,
2: that so, would be another like pro chabad thing so, like the Labashirabi has like like Judaism, like concise into like 12 Psalkim. Yeah. And then he also has like the what are the 12 silk that you should memorize and teach every kid and mm-hmm. another thing is like the 12 uh, the time of time or something yeah, yeah no, 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 that's, like that's one of his geniuses unquestioned yeah, unquestionably,
0: unquestionably yeah. right? and we haven't been good we haven't been good at that uh you know and when we mm-hmm. uh we just haven't been good at that at all so i just so, you know so i put out like one i think like one you have yeah. to memorize is is you have to you know that you have to know that um that god didn't let the jews sing at right sing at create yamsif because the Egyptians were drowning, right? So that's just like one of the things people should have in their head. And every time somebody makes a comment that seems to suggest they don't care about non Jews, right? So that's a mm. that's a midrash that has to be in every modern Orthodox head. And every kid mm-hmm. knows no, that seems immoral to me because we know that God didn't let the Jews sing because the Egyptians were drowning. Angels, angels, sing. yeah, Sorry but that's but not a
2: concise sing. way of saying that.
0: No, you just have it in like, your head, right? It's right, you know. You I can make you yeah, can make it, it could a be pictures, like a right?
2: line, you know.
0: Right. Well, sure. it'd be nice if somebody made a picture version of it, yeah. right? That you could just put on the. Uh... And I think this <laughs> could be right because I think that the 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 mission in is supposed to, post is so mm-hmm. powerful the other way for so many people, right? It just sort of encompasses a notion of Bidzal Torah that causes so much agony for those of us who are Torahimada. That if you could, right, that having this having your count of word is marvelous, and having this right Rebbe, mm-hmm. Rebbe, the other blunstein's count of word that's really important is that much it applies to yourself that intelligent right, intelligent people have questions and you have to know how to answer yourself. It's not only about other people. So don't imagine that you can mm-hmm. that you can um, live your life without facing questions. Mm-hmm. All right, so I think yes. that's right. Knowing that Dhamma should There's a it's one of the great. There's a circle yeah. lurking within the finest of Edens. <laughs> so that is you know, one of the moments where his retar- rhetorical flights really work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that right. So I think I think having that, you know, there should be a collection of words and counter uh, that people mm-hmm. um, that people know, because um, otherwise otherwise you spend your time playing defense. Mm um right you know the, the right because people who don't like it have all these words lined up right and you have to just spend your time no not that mm-hmm. not that that you need to have things you just say that can't be true because it contradicts um right great <laughs> right, right i have my word i build my you know you know like whether we teach you the rashi that uh Lutasur means even if they say right right even if they say right is left and left is right or we teach you the gemara which says only if they teach you right is right and left is left not the other way around right that makes a very big difference Right, which one you have in your head so rashi dominates right that's uh right that is one thing larger. we certainly got there right the rashi dominates the culture that people's mm. uh right so how we, you know so you have to figure out which things in rashi you need to emphasize and which things in rashi you need to have explained in other ways immediately um, mm-hmm. right race things things like that which are very problematic we're working on uh, any case, so this is my work, right? Hopefully, everyone, you know, it's my word that Raman got everything from, right, from understanding that Mishnah as a as a reading of gracious. Um, okay, so now let's turn to word and phrase. <laughs> 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 yeah, that we be yes. Uh Okay, this is this is um, as yeah, I'm sure you you if you looked on the web, you saw this is a very very famous article. Uh, this article is conventionally said, as we'll see in all the in all the attacks on it later. Uh, is conventionally said to have created the right to privacy in uh, in American law. Uh, there there is a move that uh, Reszka's presentation from yesterday will help you with, in that um, right, mm. the right to privacy in American law right now is rooted constitutionally, but this is not a constitutional argument. This is a common law argument.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, right now we can talk about it, uh, right a little bit more sophisticated now perhaps um, as to. The way in which halacha functions, uh, it was very popular for a while to compare the way halacha functions to constitutional law. There's a there's an obvious immediate analogy that there's a text and that you can't go beyond that text. So right, so constitutional interpretation and halacha seem to have that obvious thing in common. Common, not a good word to use in that context, but it seems to have that obvious that, that obvious, uh, the obvious shared element, and so it's. <laughs> easy, to, right? this, as Rezekier said yesterday, right? It's so often when people try to think about how do we understand Halakha? So they often start from, well, let's look at theories of constitutional interpretation and let's try and plug those into Halakha. Um, and so Rizukir talked about principles of statutory interpretation, which um, we alluded to um, in, in Shear also, where we talked about the difference between formal rules and substantive rules, right? Most rules of statutory construction are formal rules. Right, they just tell you when you write a law, this is what you meant by the law. They don't tell you. Right? They don't tell you how to, which law is more important. Right, they t- 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 tell you what laws are which laws are how how laws are to be understood, and they're very right. So statutory construction is another way of thinking about it, and common law is a um, is a very different mode of um, thinking. Common law does not claim to be unchanging, as opposed to Right. As opposed to constitutional and statutes where at least you know at least there's always a, a claim of staticness in a certain way. Common law is often understood as a natural right, as intentionally naturally evolving in a constant relationship with the, um, with the people. and you know, and it's, its authority is understood in many ways to stem from people's acceptance as opposed to from a claim that it's right. As opposed to proclaim claim that there's there there's something absolutely true about it okay. and it usually doesn't proceed by abstractions it proceeds pointillistically right there's this case or this case or this case, there's this case so then you build right and then you decide that you decide the next case based on how it fits with how it fits with this case right it's not it's not it's not a um it's' um, I guess you say it's, it's it's not even inductive either, right? Cause you're just moving from, you're just trying to fit the next point in the pattern. You're not trying to build the abstraction out of the, out of the details.
1: Right, you sure
0: do, does that. Yeah, so you can then, somebody else can come along and say, right, and build a big pattern out of it. But the common law itself doesn't work that way. All right, common and law- goes
5: Like in this case, this is right. This yeah,
0: is right. All right, so this, it, one of my favorite pieces ever, uh, which I don't think looks highly of the summer, so I'll just mention it, uh, it's one of the things I am, Anything I'm grateful to Herb Rosenzweig for recommending to me. Uh, the Nitziv in his Akdama to make Sheila, which is his parish on the Shultz of the Chagon. The introduction is just incredible. Uh, it's one of the most beautiful things in the entire Masoret, uh, I think. Uh, just incredible piece. Uh, there are very few things that I have detailed notes on on the page and that basically, <laughs> um, and what he sets up is a theory of uh, a theory of halachic development that is based on the constant interplay between what he calls aish and Das. Um, eish is intuitive, spirit spiritually influenced um, ways of reaching pointillistic decisions based on the past patterns, and Das is the Process of formulating the of formulating those points into concepts, uh, right? And he argues that right they're they're, di- they're totally they're different skills, uh, right? One skill right. There's one skill which is just to know what the right thing to do is, and the right thing to do. I get right. The metaphor always appears to me as You know, it's you're looking at a you're looking at a graph right on a screen, and you have points. Now you could draw many curves, right? The simplest curve that you draw on the points is not necessarily true. Right, it could be right that the graph is supposed to look like this. Right, um, if you have, you know, if you have three points, you'll draw a perfect dark. Right, but that might be wrong in, that, you know, in many, many mm-hmm. cases because there's some right because really the line is supposed to be complicated. Um, so the tip says there's this constant interplay right there. The intuitive post mm-hmm. who right who are just trying to figure out what's right about this. And then there the, the, the abstract. there's always want to draw clean. Always want to draw clean, straight lines or perfect curves and things like that. Uh, now he has this as a whole historical thing. It's Yehuda and Levi, and it's and it's uh, and it's probably in Yerushalmi, and in the end it ends up explaining you know, one of the other things that puzzles people. If we say we have some notion of Duretos Haduros, it's things like that. Why do, are acronyms so much cooler intellectually than Shas on a level of pure abstraction? And the answer is because the intellectual skills, um, like you know, with this general theory, right, that if one ability atrophies, another ability intensifies to replace it, right, the general thing, whether it's true or not, but up the senses, you lose one sense, you times the other. So if you, as you lose the spiritual sense... But then your intellectual capacity increases, and therefore it's dafka because we are on a so much lower madreka that we are so much sharper intellectual
5: In other words, then it's a big constructionist. Right?
0: <laughs> a big just
5: you know, connecting all these different things into one.
0: Yeah, it's a, ma- <laughs> it's a magnificent thing. It's a magnificent. Uh, it's it's. A, I every once in a while you read something that just uh, just blows you away with its beauty, leave, you know, leaving um, you, know, you can decide whether it's true later. It just blows you away with the speed. Uh, that just blew me away with the speed. Um, I got it. You know, reverse agreemented so it. There was an article. Um, somebody wrote in Hunter Klamer Huda Glinsky wrote, wrote a similar piece about Riff Cook, I think, who has a similar idea of the introduction to the Chef has a similar idea. Um, but, it, um, you know, but they they ha- they all have this idea that they're that they're different skills and that intellect and intellect and spirituality compensate for each other, right? But that it puts it into this incredible symbolic structure um, that it's just worth the, at some point just spending the time it takes to read it through. Which
2: um, beautiful, a yes. Question about something you said before. So you said there's common law as yeah. I understood it versus stationary consti- statutory. statutory constitutional law.
0: Well, three different categories. Constitutional law is based on a specific right. text. Statutory law is based on specific regulations and common law is just cases. it's just as cases come up people right, judges make decisions and the thing about common law is they don't make decisions based on laws they make decisions based on previous decisions not about not, a, not a, so
2: yeah that's that was the question yeah. i was going to also ask so like common law it's mostly it's not really so much based on the text no as text. much it's no text versus um statutory statutory law is based on the, text the word of the statute law. yeah it's based on like the words in yeah. the statute. Right. And then constitutional law okay. is...
0: Based on the words of the constitution, the constitutionism is a framing from which all the statutes come.
2: From which everything okay. comes? or Statutes. Okay, from which statutes come. Right. But not common law. We don't
0: right. Common law is... A, okay. Common okay. Laws, whether common law exists in America is a whole mm-hmm. separate uh, separate issue because we have a constitutional tradition, so we might argue that... Uh, and by the same token, whether whether common law exists in Halakha is a... Uh, is, is an yeah. issue, right? You can claim, right, the radical position, which we may talk about on some Friday, that um, the reason Halakha doesn't have very much detail about the Mamanos is because it just incorporated Jewish common law.
5: Mm-hmm. Right? Is so, common law based on the text of previous decisions, though? I mean, if it's based on previous decisions, presumably it has to be based on the text of previous judicial decisions.
0: Uh, I don't know that you make arguments you know, rooted, you know, I think that it's as Razugir said yesterday, I think you care much more about intent than texts.
6: Hmm. I mean, also we have Minhag oka Halacha.
0: That's basically common law. Yeah, but it's such a narrow principle. It's Even it's not
6: narrow. We have Minhag, which influences Halacha as much as common law influences modern American law.
0: Okay, uh, yeah, how much it how much it does? Our getting nominous now is mostly Dini Melchusa. It's not mm-hmm. Minhag, right, sure. because, we just claimed that, that we just incorporated the Mahusa into right, and, and claim it functions that way.
6: No, but I'm just responding to Avi that you need a text. Minhug never had a text and yet it is very much part of Jewish common law. No,
0: uh,
6: people do write books about Minhagim,
5: and um, sometimes you know people who don't really know their Minnhag will consult the text.
6: Yes, but everyone recognizes that books written about Minhagim are reflecting the Minnhag. They're not primary sources, they're secondary sources. The primary source is what people do. I see. I mean, okay, the other,
7: okay. yeah, I think mm-hmm. the other big difference is that in um, a precedent, the judges, both the majority and minority opinions, write out, you know, what their intent was. Uh, whereas in MinHAG, we don't know. It just is.
0: Right. So the common law, I think this is beyond my competence. I think the common law mm-hmm. was largely uh, oral. And then the Domesday book comes along and collects it all. Into a single written, into a written tradition. I Think if I'm right about that, and then right, and then it develops differently in the same way that Rome, like, Rome, like I think the the tablets of Justinian take Roman common law, and turn them into a, you know, and create a single written context. So I think that the common law itself has a history um, that way, um, but I'm not. This is not my expertise. So uh, you know so you should all look this up um, at some point. You know, five it's minutes the after making your Ben?
4: I was more interested in Catullus as a classics major.
0: Ah, okay. So I don't know that. I, I, I am, you know, I should have, I should have done the research, but I'm scrambling the whole summer, so otherwise uh, <laughs> right, this research hasn't, uh, hasn't happened uh, properly. Maybe you know, come back in two years and uh, I don't have, have time to do it properly, <laughs> I hope. Uh, okay, so I did, but really the background just is that we're reading in Brandeis <laughs> I Just realized that, right, that Although there will be a line between here and Griswold and Roe v. Wade and the whole arguments that, and the whole, and the whole concept of privacy that develops in American law, which we then have to think about whether we want Halakha to have the same, like Griswold is the one that, that bans interference with marital contraception, although there's a huge, seems to be a huge mahlukah about exactly how it does that and that will matter in the end. Um, and Roe v. Wade is the one that that um, protects certain kinds of abortion about which there's also a raging controversy yes. about how and why it did that. Um, okay, so but this all starts from Warren Brandis in 1890. It's again, it's it's the uh, it's the dominant piece. Although uh, we will see uh, that there are articles um, attacking uh, attacking it. Uh, the articles uh, attacking its developments, the articles taking it as a model for what happens in uh, in Halakha, and the articles attacking it as the, attacking what the people who try and argue this way in Halakha. And then you can decide whether you think that the arguments in Halakha and the arguments in the other systems are, the, are parallel. And if they are, are they only parallel when it gets constitutional, or are they even parallel back at this stage when it's talking about when it's signed by common law? Okay. So here we are. Now, the individual shall have full protection in person and in property is a principle as old as the common law. Who knows? Right. Mm-hmm. No, we don't. Uh, what does full protection mean, right? That, you know, that, not that at all clear what that means? And against whom? And from what, right? You can't. Yeah. The common law can't protect you against earthquakes, um, right? Presumably against each other. But only yeah. people
3: who don't have legal power over
0: you. Yeah. Right. Right. So, right. so this is this of itself, mm-hmm. right? Is you know is a huge is a huge yeah. claim which um, you know, you know, we would say that the, or we say that the individual white landed property male shall have full, <laughs> right, shall have full protection right That's probably how we would read that. Uh, we would, would read that now. okay. Um, that the individual shall have full protection in person and in property. Uh, but you know, the Chiddush the, the that he's telling you implicitly is you might have thought that individuals don't have um, th- that right only families do. Mm-hmm. Right, you might right, you might have thought that there were groups in society that have the right protected, and within the, and within those groups, they have authority over each other. Particularly, right, that it's uh, right in Roman law, that um, right, that uh, the patriarch has yeah. power. Right, people like to contrast the law of ben soremora* with the Roman patriarch, who really does have the capacity to um, to kill any member of the family at will. Uh, and so, the Ben Sarimura, right, creates sets up a judicial process to prevent that. Um, Right, so right, so there is there there is a true chiddush in here, that the right that the, that the uh, the common law, I mean the British common law, right relates to right relates to individuals as individuals. I think that I think that's true. Uh,
2: just wanted to yeah. ask you like to connect. Is there a way to connect like this whole discussion back to like either how this is relevant to like our topic of um, like DNA and everything? Yeah, right. Or yeah, or like in general, how we can. Change halakha today in, in situations. Right, so I'm trying hard. to get
0: explicit again. We're okay. talking about privacy in halakha.
2: Right,
0: yeah. Right, halakha, right, but where do you get a notion of privacy in halakha? So there's no there is no word even for privacy in halakha. There's no direct right. translation. So we're going to watch how that, how that, how it happens in secular law that a notion of privacy was developed. Then we'll right it, develops out of things that exist in halakha too. Right. So you can develop a notion of privacy in halakha the same way people developed concepts of privacy.
2: Wait, wait there's no word for privacy in all of the torah what's the word I don't know right'm asking
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah right.
0: and privacy can mean different things you have to find different uh, right yeah you have to wait, find it di-
2: seems to me that there's like privacy is such a big part of Judaism like
0: well that's a big thing so'll we'll yeah, t- still t- think or thing.
2: something maybe right. I don't
0: know. Right. so that question is does, does you yeah. mean the same thing as privacy so you have to define yeah. privacy mm-hmm. right. I have to define privacy legally right right that's what privacy means to you and what privacy means what the law shouldn't should impose right. what the law should Mandate right with the right with the law right the law should punish yeah. all those sorts of things so we're doing the okay. same thing okay. in secular law and we'll see that it's not my fiddish because other people <laughs> right. have already explicitly made the parallel. Isn't yeah.
3: there like a huge irony to Brandeis writing this as a Jew because like the, the English common law like sort of grew up exactly around the time that Jews were being like just first systematically disenfranchised and then expelled from England.
0: Okay, the individual white male Christian landed. <laughs> 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 um, right, are It's literally pagan, the pagan. same time period. Pardon? It's literally the same time period, like this you
3: know, like 200 year
0: period. Yeah, you, know, you know that uh, that uh, Jeffrey Rosen wrote right, wrote an interesting biography of of Brandeis um, a couple of years ago, um, and Brandeis you know, isn't really interested in uh, in Judaism until Zionism, and even then he's only interested in Zionism really. Um, but you can read you can read um, Professor Rosen, uh, who I'm very fond of spoke here, some years ago, he's really good. Uh, and he gets, I think Yefren has the autographed copy. Uh, um, hopefully, we'll get Professor here sometime. Also, I, I, I mentioned he read it that my that uh, my concept of lashon hara really really uh, comes from his book, and we have and you, you can look on the website. There's really interesting conversations that we had about. Uh, but-
6: couldn't we develop the answers to these questions from very different sets of Halakha? We, we could have developed this whole summer for Masira. We're saying you're being most of the information to uh, insurance companies, and therefore we can murder you, prevent you from doing it. We don't have to develop the answers to these questions in privacy.
3: No, it's literally Masira, because they can catch your relative for a crime, and then... Yep,
6: yeah. exactly. We could. we could. Of course we could. You, why, right? why, why are we picking privacy as a way to develop this, the answer to these questions? And there are many other concepts which seem more directly relevant to Halakha.
0: Well, I am interested in whether I—I am you know, myself. I want. I use. I, I. thought of the question as a way to think about privacy. It's not. <laughs> I was thinking about privacy, and I got to the question. Yes. Uh, you are entitled, you know, and I'm sure everyone will be shocked if you choose to think that I think the wrong question. <laughs> and, you know, maybe it will force me in the end to come up with a different question. Uh, but I was, you know, that's the question. That interests me is the right to know versus the right to privacy. And mm-hmm. I think actually it's going to be harder to construct the right to know than the right to privacy.
2: Also. Mm-hmm no i also had another question like um we like i keep on using the word change halacha but probably like a better word would be develop halacha like how do you know like a do you have any thoughts on like developing some kind of a boundary when you're yeah you know what i mean like when you're developing halacha or you're changing halacha like how how do we know like we haven't gone too far we or how do we know we're doing it enough
3: like
0: so I have many thoughts yeah. about that, but they're not yeah. supposed to be programmatic. We're going to watch you yeah. and try and do it together. And then if you, yeah. you want the programmatic things, you can read everything I've written, basically, which is all okay. about
8: that. Okay. Also, sometimes developing is changing, though, right? Like we see within the Halakhic history that we have up to now, there are times where you have like paradigm shifts of certain things, right? Oh. Where that's more than just like a, a development of this halakha, It's sometimes saying that like this is no longer applicable. This thing no longer exists, X, Y, Z.
0: Well, uh, I want to, try. I want to, I want to bracket that conversation during share. Cause right. That's a yeah. big, big conversation. You know, where right, you go, know, you know, that, that I've, you know, I've had the argument with others about what exactly the boundaries of it are uh, and everyone, everyone always, so I want to bracket that conversation. I don't want to have the programmatic okay. conversations during share because those, right. Those, and are, like um, off topic and those are off topic, their background and they'll, yeah. and they'll be directed as opposed to letting it emerge naturally from what we're doing. Hmm. And, and, um, and I want it, I want to, I want it to emerge naturally and not to, otherwise I'm just telling you what I think and you're not learning. Um mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, if you want after I can give you specific times that I've written about this uh or places.
6: Well, on a more broader point, can we develop a right to privacy for Monsieur? It would be a very interesting way to develop right to privacy.
0: It would be a very interesting way to claim it, right? It's responding to Miriam's comment. I Messier is not truth through non right. Messira is any time you give somebody over to an illegitimate, uh to an illegitimate power, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is why you know there are people who claim want to apply it to Israeli government today because right because mm-hmm. the Israeli right the Israeli government is uh, is illegitimate uh, I think it's more the, connected right? than Baba Mahta, yeah?
3: no, it's still gonna give you rights vis-a-vis other individuals necessarily who like, don't have political power over you. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: let's let's try and read for Day to just a little bit of Sam Warren. Um, okay. Um, yeah, like how we develop things, you know. How we develop things between Jews, whether laws. Firstly, I decided we're trying to construct the law for an integral. I guess this is a programmatic point I will make. That one of the huge gaps we have nowadays is that we understand what it means to have halacha among Jews, and we understand what it means to have halacha among Jews in a non-Jewish society, and we have some kind of theory about what it would be like to have hal- to have halacha in a society. Where they were non-Jews in a Jewish society, although well, that is almost entirely theoretical because there was no such society. But at least we write about it somewhat. Right? Rabbi we call Hilchos Noah. But we have there, there is almost nothing in halacha about halacha for, about what the law should be in an integrated society, where neither Jews nor non-Jews have power. We are working together to create a society, right? So that to me is the you know, is the great opportunity and failure of uh, of Orthodoxy in America. That, um, that we have not in any way thought systematically about what, what do we want integrated society, society to be like. Uh, every once in a while you get rhetoric that I think is unfortunate, you know, which came up in the context of COVID, you know, that we're all just guests. Um, right, and so right, we shouldn't be acting as if we're, no, we're citizens, we have a responsibility, we have power, we need to use it properly, I don't understand and there are some people who argue that we don't want to do society right, yeah. so you can a word. book
2: on this, but not in Halakha so much, but like, more like Hashgah of Rabbi Sachs the home we built together
0: okay, good, so you know. <laughs> right, right, Sachs thinks about um, these things to some extent, but yeah. it's not a Halakha thinker right. um, there, uh,
4: makes, I think it makes a level of sense because I don't know, Jews are more of a minority in England or maybe there's a necessity to
0: think. Of a Could be, right. Could be. Um, England is different. You know, England has different interests than we do. I think you know, I'm I am an American exceptionalist uh, you know, <laughs> in lots of ways, and I think that America is really cool, and that, right, you know, that we really have this opportunity, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's really a society which doesn't start with premises that Jews are different. Uh, it starts with premises that jews are part of the same you can talk about histories of anti-semitism and you know and religion tests in the states even though, right, even though they were banned from federal offices but on the whole jews were yeah, part of the founding you know at least as much as you know as many other ethnic groups and more and let it be leading a side race and we should Take that as an opportunity. We have not so far. And I think like that's what we.
2: And Mashiach is coming. So soon we're going to have the land of Israel and all the nations of the world coming to Israel. And then it's. We're and we'll have gonna... nothing whatever to say. And we'll have... <laughs>
0: yeah. And that will be bad. So let's be ready. Okay. <laughs> um, that only bad if the only thing we can say to them is, you know, please, please pay us, pay, please pay tribute to us so we can have uh, complete feudal authority over over, over you. And, and we're not even going to say the individual shall have full. Friend. No, we're not gonna do that. Okay. <laughs> so the individual will have full protection in person and property as a principle as old as the common law old that is. But it has been Miriam Miriam may be right about the Domsday book, which I'll look it up. Um it's also a, you know, of course, a, a a great a great but terrifying sci-fi novel about the plague, which might be better to read now. Than, a year ago, uh, by Connie Willis, uh, but it has been found necessary from time to time to define anew the exact nature and extent of such protection. Okay, right? Found necessary time to time anew, right? Lots and lots of of, of uh, very vague words. Mm-hmm. Political, social, economic changes entail the recognition of new rights. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe they just entail the they're changing shifts. This really is all you know, Rita's question. What's what constitutes shifts or relaxes, right? Paradigm, right? Does that mean they're paradigm shifts, all sorts of issues like that? And the common law is its eternal youth, very beautiful, grows to meet the demands of society. All right. So there's a very right, there's a, a whole massive you know, ideological agenda about the common law embodied mm-hmm. in like three sentences. And yeah. um but what we're interested in is the next. One. Thus, in very early times, the law gave a remedy only for physical interference with life and property for trespasses with force and and weapons. Then the right to life um, served, which does not yet have any right, have any meaning in the abortion context, right? Uh, the right to life served only to protect the subject from battery in its various forms, right? So the right to life just means that people can't beat you up. Liberty meant freedom from actual restraint, meaning nobody can put you in chains without due process of law, and the right to property secured to the individual his lands and his cattle, meaning things, right? That's his right. Early claim, right? That, right? That, um, that the right to the right to life protects you from forceful intrusion. Liberty means the right, the right to just right to protect you from physical, uh, right from physical um, restraint. And property means the right to physical property. Later on, there came a recognition of man's spiritual nature, of his feelings and his intellect. All right, so I don't know. Does that sound like a reasonable depiction of the world to you?
3: People well, grew feelings in approximately
0: thirteen hundred <laughs> before that. Before, like you know, before nobody had the idea that there was anything as like a soul. Mm-hmm. Radical Kiddush, the common law. After time, that that, that, you know, that human beings have both bodies and souls.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: OK. I think I, I, I think I don't think he means that. I think he does mean something more akin to happiness and fun and enjoyment and all those types of concepts which really didn't exist prior to that period. Yeah. The people right that to, was, well, right. people have a right to people having a right to happy to pursuit of happiness or whatever. But people yeah. having a right to trying to enjoy life and be happy was not a concept in common law until pretty recently. I mean, uh,
0: People, well, he framed it as there's a recognition, right. There's two separate issues: do we recognize this about human life, and we recognize that the law ought to be involved with in this aspect of human life. But when he when he, when he
3: defines life. when he defines the right to enjoy life, like like continuing like in the next paragraph, right? Um, he is um, uh, like talking talking about like specific things which are prohibited by halacha, like you know having offensive noises and odors near your neighbor. Right, like he's not talking about like you know some sort of subjective experience of enjoyment. He's talking about the quality of life stuff, which does exist way before, before that. Yeah, oh,
0: it's, not, it's probably yeah. just wrong. I, I think it's probably. I think I think that's correct. I think it's just probably just I, wrong. Yes, Lexi. I, so I think the here. difference
8: between saying like you have, we think people have. Like an enshrined right to be happy versus like we think that people deserve some base quality of life and and that like other people you don't have the right to infringe upon that for other people
0: so let's say there's three things right like
3: existing voucher, right that's all it's all the about so it can't be that like it just grew up like magically
7: in recent centuries oh and the it wasn't the right to be happy it was the right to be let alone
8: Right, I think it's more about like not so much about like oh we want to make you happy or want to guarantee that you're happy, but like we want to guarantee that you're like protected from certain discomforts or miseries.
0: Okay, so you're all jumping ahead. Let's stay back where we are right now. Is he makes a claim as a recognition of man's spiritual nature. So that that right that's we could we could parse that and say later on there came a recognition that the law had to do things associated with man's spiritual nature. And then we can say, it doesn't mean that no legal system prior to this recognized it because halacha did. It means that within the common law prior to this, it was not understood as the proper Mm -hmm. province of law. And then we can go and we can add one other kiddush in which is to say that there were many things that people understood as goods, but not as rights. And the big move is is the introduction of rights. And then we have to get into a much bigger conversation like, where does the notion of rights enter in, of entering, right? The whole concept of rights is a, right, maybe, and we could argue that, you know, whatever halacha has, we, we could make a claim, halacha is, whatever that means, a duty-based system as opposed to a rights-based system, um, right? And therefore, right, all, and therefore the common law actually is a chidesh if it perceives these as growing out of a right as opposed to out of a duty. Right, we can make all those sorts of, we can make all those sorts of arguments. Um, okay. Uh, I, I, I want to think that there's a much simpler uh, explanation for what's happening here, which is evolution. This is 1890. Everything is evolution. Mm. Everything goes from everything goes from lower forms to higher forms, yeah. right? There's right, uh, right. This is where you get you know, Albright's famous book, right, about archeology right archaeologists and East from Stone Age to Christianity, uh, which just like sort of sums up. Right, sums up a particular vision of the world. All right, everything goes everything goes from lower forms to higher, and therefore you're gonna write law in exactly you're gonna write law in exactly the same way. Uh you should be aware that this is right, this notion of introducing uh Darwinism into every other field, aside from the fact that obviously it's a temptation of every scientific paradigm, like quantum mechanics, right? <laughs> right we all have we have you know, which is the more every paradigm, you know. I wrote an article which um, no one seems to have read or cared about. So I'm going to plug it now, uh, right? Uh, in uh, the Jewish Ideas and Ideals Journal conversations, uh, talking about all the ways in which talking in which evolution of halacha is a bad phrase, because halacha doesn't right halakha doesn't evolve in any right in any way related related to biological evolution, and it's just a really lazy, sloppy, or malign way of talking about halachic change, uh, because none of the none of the None of the, the things work, and I highly recommend reading the article because then you'll know something that no one else does. Uh, <laughs> and
7: then we'll be fully evolved. I yeah, actually right, had also, yes. I actually had also seen that. Um, I wrote like with a little exclamation mark uh, that he's equating the protection of privacy with protecting civilization itself and that as you know, civilization becomes more civilized, somehow it needs more protection because it's more you know, worthy and valuable and complex. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's problematic. So I actually uh, wrote down two different fallacious, rhetorical fallacious arguments that it qualifies for. Yeah.
0: Excellent. Basically, basically, life was nasty, British, and short. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right? And then, slowly, right? and then slowly, slowly we evolved, right? right? This, this is the, okay, so just be aware, right? This is very powerful rhetoric. I think you know, I'm astonished. I haven't seen this elsewhere. I'm sure that many, many other people have realized this. That that's what's going on in this article, right? Is that it's just it's just you're know, taking a model. There's an enormous appeal to evolutionary arguments of this sort because you always end up at the top,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then right then you do as you claim. But there's still another stage to go, which if you agree with me we will get to right that's how evolutionary rhetoric that's how evolutionary rhetoric works uh you know and uh you know you know other people look at history and say well you know what you know time i i have i have um, a number of friends who believe in linear progress not just messiness uh right not just you don't have to believe in in, them they just like think you know people make arguments like but it's the 21st century they're like what okay it's the 21st century yeah, but at one point it was the thirteenth, then it was the fourteenth, then it was the fifteenth, and things went up and down, and up and down, and whatever access you want, right? So the twenty first century, good. So what? I never understand these arguments, but I, I have like endless arguments with with uh, with people. I just give up at some point who just assume that like you know, obviously whatever is is the result of progress, and then there's like the, you know, you're standing against the tide of history. So what? Mm-hmm. You know, history is a tight. it rolls in, it rolls out, it rolls out. <laughs> I don't understand. Okay. I mean, if you want to limit it to more narrow cases,
5: you can make those arguments more.
0: Of course, you can always draw the target around the thing, but like, mm-hmm. you know, but it's always to pick. There's nothing mm-hmm. inevitable.
8: It's about it being on the same plane. It's like this idea, again, of like progress of value connotations to one form of uh, society that has been assumed versus another, as opposed to just saying like, you, you could easily say that there are like in previous societies, privacy was just something that people valued less, that due to the nature of those communities and societies, privacy was not seen as a necessity or not as much. And that like, you know, in and of itself doesn't have to be a value statement about one society or another. One could easily just say that like, due to what our society has become, privacy is something that people now like place a higher value upon. Right,
0: we could claim it's an inevitable, right? We could claim that, that other societies valued other things in ways that we have sacrificed for privacy. Um, right, there are all sorts of things we could do. You know, Marius of is, is uh, correct that, you know, that um, Martin Luther King's phrase, right? The arc of history bends towards justice, mm-hmm. right? That's a marvelous statement of progressive faith with a nice, mm-hmm. like, space, like, the arc bends, like, how great, you know, right? But, you know, look, you know yeah. that's a, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't like rhetoric like that. I, I just, I find it utterly uh, uncompelling, except when I use it, so... <laughs> Um, what can we do? <laughs> okay, uh, that's in very, in very early times, the we'll law gave remedy only for physical interpretation of life and property for trespasses We had armists. Then the right to life served only to protect the, the subject, the subject barriers its various forms. Liberty meant freedom from actual restraint and the right to property secured to the individual as lands and his capital. Later, there came a recognition. Gradually, the scope of these legal rights of these legal rights broadened and now the right to life has come to mean the right to enjoy life. Okay, that's nice. right? The right to be, which somehow means the right to be let alone. I don't really know how you get from the right to enjoy life mm. to the right to be let alone. Um, I, you know, oh, right to enjoy life might mean the right to take stuff from other people. I, I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure what be, but It's an interesting claim that uh, right, the right to enjoy life means the right to be let alone. I guess it means that you can live life the way you want to live life. Yeah. Which we presume will lead to enjoyment. Although obviously, psychologically, it does yeah. not always. So is, uh, we have, you mean enjoyment, right? If you enjoy torturing yourself, then I guess. It's right. right.
3: also like like right after or like right around like the settling of the West, right? So that also probably is affecting the order to some extent.
0: Um, interesting. Yeah uh interesting okay well it's it's post right this is already when
3: uh it's not really fully post but like it's it's yeah
0: is this not when frederick jackson turner is writing is writing is writing his piece his stuff i think it's right around that time right when it's a it's a nostalgic list not an actual list already
1: Hmm.
3: i mean it's not where they were living anyway so
0: like right but yeah uh okay I, i i read something very but, you know, does, the fact that it's no longer true doesn't mean maybe maybe it may mean that it has its powers exactly then, just like the Western, right? Is you know is is mm-hmm. um, you know the whole the whole American tradition of rugged individualism becomes powerful in the 1950s because of John Wayne, right? or or, you know, or the 30s, whatever it may be, whenever the you know, whatever. All
3: well, Wilder books end in, in like when she gets married to so which apparently is in 1885. So. Uh,
0: okay, when does Frederick Jackson Turner write it? about to the end of the frontier? He's at he teaches he teaches Theatre Roosevelt, doesn't he? Well,
1: uh 1893.
0: Yeah, okay. So we're right right, we're right at For, the, the thesis is right
3: there. The frontier thesis or thesis. There. Yeah. yeah,
0: okay, 1893. Okay, so we're we're in the right, we're in the right period. You know, we're at the transition period. Fine. Um, okay. So um gradually the right, so life, right to life now has tend to be the right to enjoy life the right to be let alone, which means the right to be let alone, the right to liberty, which is not the same thing as the right to be let alone, secures the exercise of extensive civil, civil privileges. And the term property has grown to comprise every form of possession intangible as well as tangible. So we think that um, patents and copyrights uh, right, and all those sorts of things are right, a part of the same, same stage of progress. Um, OK, thus, with the recognition of the legal value of sensations, the protection against actually bodily injury was extended to prevent more attempts to do such an injury. That is, the putting another in fear of such injury. Right. So that's a that's a really interesting, really interesting claim. Right. That um, that it, right. That it takes a conceptual leap to move from we will protect you if somebody does something to you, as in we will prevent somebody from threatening you. Um, right that's a really right that's a really interesting claim i think um you know, people have it's fear
2: people can die just from fear I mean, no but that's not why
0: we're protected because right. you have a right not to be a free mm-hmm. yeah that's a big claim right why do you have a right i don't
2: think that's what i'm saying like if somebody somebody can like physically uh, intimidate you yeah with like a gun so same same thing somebody could like spiritually or like Psychologically intimidate you to the point that you die. Right. So the question like, is like
0: this, right? Like, like yeah. spiritually, right? Right. We have adjoining properties. Right. Okay. I mount, right? I you know, mount a cannon on my roof.
1: Right.
0: Right. Aimed at your roof.
1: Right.
0: I do nothing else. I just mount a cannon on my roof aimed at your roof. Mm. Now, what his claim is? It used to be in the common law, you would you would come and say, Rabbi Clapper has a cannon on his roof, and the judge would say, yes. And he was—he has a cannibal I Say, what has he used it? No, has he? Right, he hasn't even t- told you who'd use it. No, he just has a cannibal roof. Every once in a while, he looks right. Every once in a while, I see him going like this. But
2: yeah.
0: he walks my border. Particularly, he likes going like that.
2: Right. Like, how do you prove that you're trying to say? No, no, wait,
0: prove it. But what yeah. am I doing wrong?
2: Seemingly, you're not doing anything wrong. But if you can prove that this—that—that that this is a sort of threat to you, then so what. So then it's the same thing as pointing a gun to a person's head. I What's mean, wrong with pointing
0: a gun to person's head as long as don't use it?
2: Yeah, because it's I think that's isn't that like accepted in law that you No, that's that. his
0: point. But it used, right, to, it
3: used to not be
2: yeah. That's
0: it. his point, right? Like, there's not a,
3: like, oh, like like the punishment yeah. for like attempted murder, right? Like, right, like that's category a category of attempted
0: murder. That's a big thing, right? Does we have a category, right? With the judge the will say, okay, get your own cannon. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Nobody's stopping
0: you from getting a cannon. Right. If you if one of you uses it, we'll punish you. But there's not right, but it's right. But why should you know, I enjoy making you scared? But like a lot of
2: people do. You don't enjoy being scared. Okay. So now we have to play. Right?
0: Why should the law prefer my prefer your right to not right your enjoyment of not being scared to my enjoyment of being scared? It might be that I enjoy being scared a lot more than you right. dislike being scared. And so I used to tell your utilitarian <laughs> calculus. Morally, it's obvious that we should allow me <laughs> <laughs> to point guns. Because look at you, right? You go around doing your own thing, your thing all day, right? You don't even notice it. But I am right, just the heckling. I, I, <laughs> right?
3: I think this is already like a second stage of, of, his, yeah. of his of his move, right? He's arguing that like there's a move from like uh, like I can mm-hmm. sue you because you broke my leg to I can sue you because you hit my leg, even though I didn't actually end up injured, right? I think because he because he he says from battery grows assault, right? Like so you um like like you move from uh right like like just having Nezek to having all of the other payments essentially.
0: Uh, okay, that could be from Nezek to Bushit. Right, that my bullshit. is also still actual injury. It, it's not clear that in halacha there is any action, whatever, for my just punching you hard in the arm.
3: Uh, I think in Torah this is like a, a very way old to thing. By the way. For
0: that. Okay, we'll here. have to we we'll have to go research. It. I'm not sure, but I, I would
8: have find something.
3: some way to make you to make your bullshit for yeah, that. Sorry. I think right
0: and possibly. So, wait, so we'll have to figure out right whether you would have or whether these are later impositions right by people reading read, reading Halakha this way. Almost everything here right we're gonna. The Chiddush is not going, right? He makes claims about these things not being covered by law previously. Almost all of those claims people will claim are false in every tradition. All right. the question, right? The big claim of this article is that, that, right, is the construction of a single category to cover all these things, all right? The claim is gonna be that all these things are a function of privacy, all right? That what was wrong, Right, what's wrong about say right? What's wrong about hitting me is not that you hurt me, it's that you deprive my right to control which sensations my body experiences. Right. Right. I have a right to determine, generally I will choose pleasurable experiences, and you are imposing right painful experiences on right. But this my body, what right do you have to, right? That's like one way of framing how the law, right. Uh, right. And you know, then we can extend that to my right not to live in fear, right? All those sorts of things. So that, right. And the claim is that all those things, right? Now you could say, no, I have a right not to, not to experience pain. And then we could say, oh, that's just out of Tsar, right? And then the only question is just how do you monetize it? But we could say, no, this is a totally different thing, right? Tsar is you experienced pain, right? But, right? but fear, right? right? Where's, where is there halakha about fear? There's right, no payment for fear, and right? That's a khidir, right? That's a claim that I have a right to my own emotions and you don't have a right to impose your emotions on. me. By the way, that can be constructed you know, nowadays into a really interesting argument about, which I think is not sufficiently talked about, about the right to, um, about the extent to which certain kind of erotic reactions are, are, not, are involuntary and outright of people's rights, particularly for men of particular religious groups to live in environments where, the, where certain kinds of sexuality aren't imposed upon them, right? Which is a which is way I think that certain discussions have not been had. I wrote about this also we read in my article about bay um and then how you how you negotiate the right to right to walk around the way you want with the right to walk around not have experiences right that's based about about you know big um, big erotic um, billboards in right? your neighborhoods right, right the right the right of expression versus the right to walk around and not experience certain things mm-hmm. all right so, right so right that can be constructed as a right to privacy it doesn't have to be viewed as religious imposition right and I think that that'd probably be the right way to the right way to think about it and have a conversation in a Western context is to talk about rights mm-hmm. to privacy. Um, okay, so this is, his, right, this is his right. This is his. big tradition. He develops in all sorts of, in all sorts of um, ways. You know, with the. Uh, I, I think. I think, and I think you're all right that um, that the you know that the development claim that this is new is not such is, is not so likely whether it's true about the common law i don't have any idea of the history of the common law right whether there actually is a linear a linear trajectory the way he's, he claims it or not um what what interests us is the claim that right, the claim that there is now a single idea that that governs all these extensions and that idea uh he calls privacy now the article then the right, De devolves, I guess, <laughs> into, uh, into a screed against journalists. Uh, right? And people try to argue against? Was against like, pardon? It was fun to read. Yeah, or against the particular, you know, the particular journalists who reported the particular thing about the authors, uh, about the author's family, which generated this article. Right? If you're historians, right? People have reconstructed like what it, what it, what it was that got Samuel Warren so upset <laughs> about journalists um right it was so there's like lots of rhetoric you know, which you can see like it's useful for right? every time the, all, the internet is this new thing right new technology we've never had new technology that it, right? no, no 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 it was the it was the uh the codex right the it was the camera that was capable of taking the unposed photo right that's what really completely transformed the world because you could no longer be secure right uh, people wouldn't take your image when you were right? when you weren't uh uh, right when you, when you weren't looking right that's a totally different thing as a totally different thing if you care about how you will look to others uh, right so the fact that you know the candid portrait is a huge shift all right in the control of your image that's that's a valuable right the the tape recorder is a right is a huge shift because now somebody can right can repeat back what you said right and, and the gram. you're it wasn't so likely that people were going to hide mini gramophone machines. <laughs> right. they, right, you know, right. Hold it perfectly still so the needle wouldn't shake while you're right while you're talking. Right? So that that's really a function of the tape recorder right? And the real to real real to real is also pretty big to carry around, right? You have to get you have to get to right to cassettes. Um, right? So that's good to know that these technologies are all are all theirs. Right. So what what interests us. Um, aside from, right? So it's it's obvious that you can get from Lashon Hara to some kind of concept of privacy. And the only question is whether you have to say whether well, you want to think about Lashon Hara in terms of privacy or not. That's easy. What he does is he claims that really at core, it developed, right? These are expansions of physical rights.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's not obvious that there's a connection between the right to assault and a prohibition against Lashon Hara. Mm-hmm. 's right pretty against true right against true gossip right It's not obvious at all. So what he tries to do is to claim that there is such an I have tried to provide a formulation, which is right you have the right we move from you have the right you have the right to have your body, you have the right to have your body in full, you have the right to control what sensations your body experiences, you have the right to control what what what, what sensations your mind experiences right and we can build a single concept out of that. So the question is right a, which we can't settle in any way, right? Is he right about common law? Right? That we can't, right? We can't we can't settle that, and that's not our issue. What we can ask, right, is does he successfully build a single concept to encompass all these things? And if he successfully builds a single concept all, out of all those things, does that mean that he has successfully built a concept which is the only way you can explain all these things? Or are there really two different ways to explain all these things, one of which sees them as discrete, and but it's also possible to build a concept, right, to build a common conception out of them, and then to what extent is the data, right, of the cases he build parallel in halacha, and if the cases he built, if the cases he builds from are parallel in halacha, do we want to try and build an overarching concept out of them in halacha or not, all right, so that's why this article is valuable to me, because it's, it's an attempt at building a single concept, and then, right, and, right, and there's a, we'll see right there's a located about whether he succeeds right some people said all he did was come with a word but actually the word does not have any mental re- mental reference in your head that you can actually that you can actually say oh i understand what privacy means um right and obviously it doesn't help to say in other words because if you say in other words you haven't accomplished right? just words right that's, mm-hmm. make, that's probably a valuable point generally um so i i will you know, my my um i guess the I come back to in thinking about the tension with 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 certain kinds of brisker learning um, is gitav yada bayim um, kachas. Uh, so getov yada bayim is the rule that um, if you uh, simply put, if you uh, in order to free a slave, you have to you have to hand a slave a writ of manumission, and the slave has to acquire the writ of manumission. Unfortunately, slaves mm-hmm. can't acquire things. Right. Right. So the only way you can free a slave by writ of manumission is if you've already freed the already freed the slave through a rid of mission. so we have to say that get to be other right that his his writ of any mission and his freedom comes simultaneously but what he really means is they have to cannot they come simultaneously that would't be good enough right what you have to say is they, have to, they occur each after the other
1: mm-hmm.
0: right so we spent right. a lot of time on this in insparness this year in uh, whyU which was like the you know, which was the the um, I guess the post freshman but the the place where all the Polish all the guys gathered, uh, and all the briskers gathered, and I mean, I've definitely
5: heard a about this. At point. What, so was. at the
0: end of it, we ended up we ended up saying after weeks, we ended up saying that we had solved this, but I can't remember which way, right? Because it was either an example of simultaneous consecutivity or an example of consecutive simultaneity. I think it was simultaneous. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was. I think it was. I think it was. Um, I think it was um, simultaneous consecutivity. And like, do we? Did we have we actually done anything right? That's what well, like, we had just said. It work. have we said anything more than translated uh <laughs> into a different language, right? Was, was our concept did we have more in our heads, right? That's that issue. I wasn't convinced, uh, I wasn't convinced we had done more than come up with an English phrase. Uh, now give you bike back is a really cool concept, and yeah. uh, I and um, and it spreads, uh, right? The, the example that I did based on, on the Kluber I love teaching now is um according to shlomo Kluger, explains particularly Gemara as saying that if a non-Jewish woman believing herself to be Jewish goes to mikveh uh, with the intent of becoming Torah from Nida, so the conversion works because any, any time you, you attempt to perform a mitzvah and you go to mikveh, that suffices for conversion. You don't have to intend to convert. You just have to intend to do a mitzvah. Oh. And you have to do the mitzvah. You have to do the mitzvah. Right? His, his right for that is that a wall that doesn't, a wall uh as far as Pesach, doesn't create a wall for sukkah during the week, but it does on Shabbos, because once it's a wall for Shabbos, it's also a wall for sukkah. And so therefore he argues that once it's a tefillah shal mitzvah, then it also works as a tefillah shal year. The problem is it's not a tefillah shal mitzvah until she converts.
1: Hmm.
0: Not exist, not exit, right so you have the same thing right you have to say that philosophy right? gear the gear that's an example of a productive use right it's not just limiting it to the cases in the Gemara, right there's a, a whole original original use of the concept I thought that was wild that somebody would actually think they understood the principle well enough to apply it else <laughs> uh, my friend Dove Weinstein came up with a whole but you know, there's an aproron who you know does this tries to sh- you know, to show you know how many other places you can you can do this right very 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 cool idea I have, you know that's It's a, generally when we don't understand an idea we don't like to apply it further. That would be, that would be my, that would be my notion. Yeah, I I think
5: that like the mark of whether you actually created the like overarching concept is whether you can then apply it to the basis.
0: Yeah, but you know, besides you can just take the description without understanding it and you can just do the same thing mechanically, right? So I can, I don't understand consecutive simultaneity but I can set up a pattern, right? right, That makes,
5: but then you don't know whether it's actually following the pattern.
0: That's true. But I know it's not impossible, right? right. So you would say- It's this, possible that it it's falling. Right, <laughs> Rishon Lekluger understood it, right? <laughs> Risholm thought he understood it, right? It's amazing. It's an amazing fact. It's an Amazing. I love that. that- Rishon Lekluger is always awesome. Uh, Rishon Lekluger is always awesome. Bring um, the right, Re- 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 Ravavitao Lekluger. <laughs> <laughs> drove the <a> listing. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, um, yeah, so we have to figure out, right, does, does this article provide a concept of, can we actually ask the question? Does, do, does Warren and Brandeis' concept of privacy exist in Halakha and should it, right? Do we understand it well enough? Is there, it's, I offered you a formulation and you should have pushed back, right? Do you have a, uh, do you have, um, do you think that, my, that the way I described it is what he's saying? Or do you think he's saying something entirely different or do you think he's not saying anything?
2: Wait, are you asking if this can be applied to halakha or? Actually, do you or, think, what do you, do you what think he's saying
0: something about? that we could then ask whether it applies to halakha? Right, first, you have to say he claims that there's a, I think, that there is a thing called privacy that he has defined usefully that encompasses certain kinds of legal protections naturally and can be expanded to uncover others. And we, right, and if he has succeeded in doing that, then we can say, oh, does that same, is that same concept recognized by Torah? If so, what, right, if so, where, where does Torah recognize that in Halakha, and where should it recognize it in Halakha? Where do we say no? We, all we did was come up with a word that described four things we knew were true anyway.
5: I mean, I think we're biased because we're, you know, living 130 years later after many other examples of privacy have been, you know, established mm-hmm. in the law, but I think, yeah.
0: Do you think you understand what he's saying?
5: I don't know if I understand every detail, of it, but,
0: uh, the concept, Intuitive. In, the concept intuitively, intuitively, it sounds to you like that word means something other than, yeah. other than the uh, the aggregate of its of its parts. Yeah. Okay, uh, do you think it means sort of what I said? More or less. More or less. Okay, Wait, my fault. My are,
2: are you basically saying that he's saying that privacy is a form of like the pursuit of happiness? No,
1: I don't. No. Th- I
0: think privacy is. I want not argue. Privacy is. The right to control the experiences of everything that relates to that relates to your individuality.
2: But how does he get that from like the American like law previously? From so previous well, he claims that that's yeah.
0: a, that if you understand that, then you will protect people against this. You'll protect know, against being against fear and not just actual not right and against being struck and not just being injured because you'll recognize that I have a right to what my body experiences. And like.
2: that's from happiness. The 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 main, I think like the root of all of this is like
0: you think it's
2: happy well the pursuit of like like what what's the proof that you were saying before like what's the proof that people can't threaten other people like okay we can't kill other people but what about threatening other people is that is the reason that that's an american law because it infringes on an individual's right to to what
0: no, that's the question.
2: Happiness, right? Well, it could be
0: happiness. May not be happiness. What, might, what would it be? Might just be free, autonomy.
2: Freedom. Autonomy. Okay. That's not the same thing. Is that is that in the constitution? Autonomy? No. Not really. We're not talking
0: about it. We're talking about common law now, right? Common
2: law. Yeah, is that in the common law? Not as
0: He invented it. Right. But maybe it was there, maybe it wasn't. That's the whole point.
2: Okay.
0: Maybe it was there, maybe it wasn't. And I'll have to see whether it was there in or wasn't and whether it ought to be. Maybe it's a bad idea. Maybe privacy is the right right. Maybe privacy is a really bad idea. We should all function collectively. And it's back
2: to your your so are you theme of autonomy. I just wanted to say I like we're autonomy. always back. Yes, yeah, the same place.
7: So I'm not exactly clear on what you're asking right now. Are you asking for what are the fallacies in his um, argument thread? Because there's like ten that I found, and I'm sure other mm-hmm. people found a lot more. Or are you asking if we agree with you know whether he got there um, kosher or not? Uh, if we agree with his definition of privacy.
0: Well, I think I'm not interested in I'm not interested in his chain of argument of arguments as such. That doesn't. I'm interested in, and I'm not interested yet in whether you agreeing with his definitions. I'm not sure that's a semantic question. I want to know whether he has a definition. That's stage one. And then I want right. Then he then he makes the claim. Not the, then he makes the claim that his definition, the thing which he has defined, is a good thing. So then I can ask whether you do you agree that the thing which he has defined. assuming that you agree that he has defined something do you agree that the thing he has defined is a good thing that people ought to have and then we can ask the question do you agree that the thing he had the thing he's defined is a good thing which people ought to have and that their, and that people's capacity to have it ought to be protected by law?
7: so i would begin by saying that he defines privacy as the right to be let alone as his um as he mm-hmm. said explicitly and as his uh, final sentence uh, underscored nicely. Shall the courts close the front door to constituted authority and open wide the back door to idle or prurient curiosity? He wants to be let alone, um, mm-hmm. and whether that's a good thing. I mean, I think we can all, all come down on one side or the other. I'm not sure. I want to make sure that I'm going where you want to be going with this. That, that feels very wide open.
0: OK, so let's let's right, let, that brings up. I mean. The right to be let alone, right, is also the right to do bad things about other people stopping you or knowing you, right? So that, that's the way in which you, you, you challenge the right You challenge the right to be let alone. I am contending, and you're right to point it right. out, I am contending that the focus on Lashon Hara is, and gossip is a, uh, it sort of undermines his argument, because the argument he's making really should be much broader than that. And really encompasses much more it just happens that he's writing this article because somebody wrote nasty things about his right about mm-hmm. his partner's thing and so it annoys him and he's and he's coming with his whole mat right really what he's doing is he's coming up with a candidate to shoot a fleet mm-hmm. uh, right because there are other ways in which you could have protected against newspaper gossips but he's come up with this giant conceptual framework um to do that and i don't i think that the framework is much more valuable than the results mm-hmm. Um, right. That's my, that's, and it's much broader than the results. Uh, right. And that I'm much more interested in a right to be free of threat, perhaps, than in a right to be free of journalists.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I thought that you might object to the part where he's talking about, um, the reason that we can't uh, allow journalists to, um, to to share gossip is because people can't handle it, that they'll fill up their petty little minds with the petty little gossip, and there won't be any room left for like actual thought. And um, furthermore, it will take down civilization as we know it, um, utterly destroying our sensibilities and um, the robustness of our ability to think.
0: It's such, so, a, positive, such a positive view of his society before the journalists gave a log is really quite wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
7: Well, I mean, white, white savior kind of thing. But um yeah, I mean, but the thing is again, his argument that that's just him indulging in polemic. Um mm-hmm. his argument doesn't rely on that. Um I'm not sure where your where your problem is with his formulation to be let alone. You're absolutely correct that I think that he's using a cannon to shoot a flea, but the cannon, you know, has has Value.
0: So, okay, that's fine. You can do that, right? And if you think let alone, right, let alone is a, is, you know, is a less um, fancy formulation than, you know, the, the one I tried to come up with, right, which, you know, which is the right to, you know, the right to control this, the right to control the, the uses and sensations of every aspect. He, he defines <laughs>
5: but, it a couple of times as an inviolate personality.
0: Yeah, so that's right. So that's, I'm trying, so I'm trying to, to put a lot of flesh, right, a lot of detail on that inviolate personality and what constitutes personality. Uh, yeah. And that inviolate personality is not quite, I think it says more than let alone, right? That's my, mm-hmm. that's my, uh, let alone is like this thing that leaves you, um, mm-hmm. leaves you, you know, with, I think still a, a fairly it's limited. concept. the same concept. Pardon? I think it's
5: the same concept.
0: Do you think let alone means that other people can't copy your books? How does you let alone? Pardon? I well, can argue that. Okay. Books I think. But your books, yeah. are, but your books are, are, are what. Nothing's happening to your books that they're not being let alone
7: it's not the actual, uh, the act of copying the book that's the issue It's the act of copying and disseminating the book. That's the issue. Right. Um, if you had access to the book, unless you're, you know, a thief sneaking in, you know, Baba Mkhitaryan, um, then you <laughs> are, uh, you know, then that's a different issue. Um, the issue is that you're disseminating it. And that's not letting me alone, because now people are going to know about it. And they're going to bother me and think about me. And I'm thinking about them thinking about me and I'm not being let alone
0: uh uh-huh. So there's a lot, like a lot of really interesting steps there, right? The last step, yeah. thinking about that, because I'm gonna be thinking about other people thinking about me, right? Because you're living your life, right? You're living your life in your um in uh, in your house, right, in your in your Daladamos. And I with a telephoto lens somewhere in right, somewhere in you know in the South Seas, take a photo of you doing that. And mm-hmm. okay, so you say I've intruded, I've intruded on you. What if somebody there Writes a speculative novel about what 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 you were doing in your account Is that also right? Not fair because now other pe- now everyone is thinking about it because I speculated about you. Is that an intrusion?
8: Did you see the the cat person article? Wow. Yeah, the cat person article. That's actually yeah,
3: a really was a uh, thing here,
8: right? This this woman, yeah. So like, I guess a couple years ago, this uh, writer who had previously like not written anything that was. Well known, she's like in an MFA or MFA program or something. Wrote this short story, Cat Person, um, that went super viral on the internet. Um, and there's this article that came out like last week with this person being like, Cat Person is about me, and it's this woman who found out that like this this story had been had been based on like certain facts of her life and the the sort of template of a relationship she had with a much older man. Um, But on the other hand, like, and on the one hand, like, the author didn't change a lot of details, like, the exact small town in Michigan and the theater where she had worked and all these things, but she also, like, used different names, and the actual fundamental core of the story and its plot was not based on this woman uh, and her life, and so there's, like, a question of, like, you know, did the author have the right to, like, use this as like a jumping off point to write a story when it's not actually just stealing this woman's life. It's just using that as inspiration. But, or but it is it like nice a violation? All, <laughs> her, all of her friends and family sent her
3: the article saying, uh-huh. say, saying, did you write this? Did, did, you, did he write this?
0: Okay, that's a test case. in um, a novel, uh, which, you know. I elaborate.
6: also think part of the key yeah. of that uh, part of the key of that uh, article, at least what I saw was that all the vices were invented. Even though no. the uh, that, that basis was, a huge was real. part of
3: it was that actually the relationship was apparently fairly functional, and she remembers him fondly
8: and, mm. um, right. and he but he, of, but they like, invented he, a whole
6: he, bunch he, of vices he, to make it interesting and to make him the villain.
8: which but then that was like part of her complaint when I think both the reason a lot of people said this was fine and the part of the reason I think she was upset was that she felt like because there was based off of her life, people would assume that it was just true to her entire life, including the bad bits about her former partner, whereas, other people are like, no. If the entire like actual basis of the plot and the characters' personalities is fundamentally different than what happened in real life, that's because it's not based off of your life. It's a story. So
6: basically, the story needed a villain, so they took a real person and gave them a bunch of villainous characteristics. Yeah.
0: What if my son-in-law were exactly the same as he is, he, sa- same way as he is, but a bank robber? Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, I mean, yeah.
8: You really, just look the fact of like. Uh, you know, an 18-year-old being in relationship with a 33-year-old.
0: Right. So that's right. That's true. Right. That's true. Right. Those are all great questions. Right. But the, right. So I think the argument that um, that Warren and Brett been making is that nobody, right. It's a it's a Khidosh and a fairly modern Kiddush to think about that question. Right. Did somebody do something wrong because they wrote about somebody else's life? Mm-hmm. And does it have to right? And whatever, it doesn't make anyone think worse of you. What if you make the, right? What if instead of inventing inventing the virtues, they invent the vices? They invented the virtues, right?
7: Right. We talk about that with Catherine Stockett's The Help um where um she absolutely uses her um her maid from when she was growing up as the basis of the story and so this one's actually true um she changes like one letter in the maid's name um and she profits on it spectacularly it's a movie that was on netflix until they pulled it because of this um and you know the black maid in the south got nothing um so but is the black maid, you know, should she get anything? She all she did was live her life. She didn't like write the book or the movie or anything like that.
0: Right. You know, what what will I do? Right if I if I write if I write a really cool biography of um of Abraham Lincoln, do I right, do I was heirs?
7: Well, I mean, this maid is still alive and she feels very much like her privacy has been violated.
0: Right. So I understand that, right? Um, like,
7: and it and it also is feeding into, you know, a long history of white people capitalizing um on black people's, you know, work and lives and not
0: I, I, I get it. Yeah. I get it all. Okay, good. That we understand yeah. what
7: the let's let's say we one hundred percent
3: established the right to privacy and it was identical to what's in this article. Yeah. How would that in any way relate to my publishing information about me that relates to you? Because uh, he explicitly says in point four at the end, right? The right to have private privacy ceases upon the publication of the facts by the individual or with his consent. Right. So I submit my information twenty-three in me, um, right, then now that information is public and um, right, so I they, don't have any rights to it. So I
0: write about my relationship, right? Yeah, you know, someone writes about their relationship is writing about themselves, but that inevitably involves the other person.
3: He doesn't, he doesn't seem He doesn't does he talk about people writing about their own relationships
0: I don't know it might be that we have evolved past Brandeis and and uh, and Warren right he, doesn't, know, there's no, there's he, didn't, ha- he didn't think it was, he didn't think it was abortion either right but he's claiming it as a conceptual development and then you know if we're progressive we'll claim of course that's going to keep evolving towards I think he evolving towards right towards towards that mystery or we can claim that, you know the our history bends back towards the start but if we were <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever whatever you want uh, George um, Bernard Shaw, in the introduction to *Back to Methuselah*, as a marvelous as a have always found appealing that human beings only concentrate on one or two moral things at a time. So, whatever progress you make in one area is always the areas you focus on. And everything else is always backsliding. So, you're just constantly, mm-hmm. it, and you're just constantly on a treadmill morally.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, this is also the other great thing. I'm saving it because the the play is absolutely not worth reading. Um, but the the great stuff. <laughs> The great cop is that almost everything else of Schwab's is worth reading. This is his last one, we're assuming it's a disaster. But the uh, but the great cop is that he expo- is that human beings are supposed to live as long as Mr. Shalla. So we're all still adolescents. Especially the British, right? We're really we're really supposed to live a thousand years, right? So you're not supposed to be an adult when you're 13 or 50 or even 70, right? 70 you're supposed to be the equivalent we call seven. And he makes that explains the great deal of human behavior. We're all dressed puppies. <laughs> but especially the British. <laughs> <laughs> Any anyway, okay. So, okay. So let's go back. Let's go back to which we have to bav makhteret. I think. I hope. I hope it was convincing that this that this had to be done. Um, mm-hmm. And that this is that, that this is a useful way to think about the question. But let's just let's let's do some uh, straight bav makhteret. Okay. So bav makhteret. I imagine you will get that uh, bav makhteret can be conceived of in different ways. One of the ways it can be conceived of is to, you know, if I were to translate it, idiomatically, a convenient way of translating of machteret" might be a man's home is his castle. Ah.
1: Right,
0: so the question I think is when you think of, it's above makhteret it is one of the ways in which you can build a right to privacy in halakha by claiming that what's wrong is a person came into my house furtively mm. and I have a right to keep people out of my house.
6: Is
2: Ah. that any what do you mean?
6: Is is there any way to build a right to privacy in Halakha that doesn't involve comparing it to cases where you're allowed to kill the person violating your right to privacy? Because I'm not sure we want that to be our conclusion.
0: you know, so we're, we're not going to build it exclusively out of the right? The question is, is Belmont a useful building block, or is it totally irrelevant?
3: But do you, do you want to be in the position of telling somebody who, is all, who already committed a murder, which is why the style is coming up in the first place, that now, you know, the, the other person just uploaded their visit is trying to, uh, you know, like send their information to 23andMe so they can kill their cousin because their cousin is trying to get them put in prison. What? The the, the case case you started from, right, if somebody committed a crime, now their relatives information, right? So do you want to tell murderers that now they can kill other people because the other people are going to expose them by sending in their DNA?
0: Um, Everybody who could possibly expose them?
3: Yeah, maybe they can just murder their entire family. I
0: doubt this is a good strategy. Um, Does it doesn't sound
6: like
7: a good strategy,
6: which is, I think, what you've been suggesting. I'm bringing it up just because the second time in cheer today that we've brought up a right to privacy built on a case which allows murdering the other person spontane- spontaneously, which is mysterious, uh, the previous one, which you're also allowed to murder what was the other one.
0: Massira, you're also allowed to murder
6: people without trial. Massira, and that, it's time to build up that privacy and such. You're allowed to murder people without trial.
0: <laughs> I'm not. I'm not taking responsibility for the
6: Massira so, one. So
3: the murderer, the murderer asked for trial about uh, the twenty-three and case, right? So now you're telling me not only has he had the right to uh, you know murder whoever he thinks will uh, put up the twenty-three and results, but actually he can randomly murder his entire family because they might, you know, risk his DNA. Uh, uh,
0: okay. Um, Presumably
4: different angles maybe Hanukkah okay. with like where you can like
0: Marin could you mute when you're not talking
4: just because hearing the, the typing um, oh, sorry um, thank
0: you yes
2: no it's okay never mind um but I did have a real question yes. um just just something about, about um you said a word that I didn't know but now I forgot what the sentence was um Something about, like, yeah, you just said basically the case is somebody trying to get into somebody's house or castle. Okay, that's it. Right. So so there's
0: a British principle, right? Yeah. Right. British common law principle, right? I believe, right? Called man's home is his castle, which gives you the right, like, you, you as the man, right? It's very right. Have the right to, right? Your castle is like you. Yeah. Oh. Right. And people can't violate your castle, right? So that's yeah. like, right. That's right. So your castle is a space where there's privacy, oh, okay. right? Just like the oh, Lord sorry. has the right to right, Lord of the castle, right? Every home, right? It's a chiddush to democratize it, and claim that right, and claim oh, that it's not just the every, Lord. Right, it's not just the Lord. Right. Every every man's home is his castle. Yeah. Okay. Right. So that's right. So that's been clear. So it could be that Bob machteret is that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It could be the ba'machteret is just an extension of rodef, and it's a right to life. But we've already seen the right to life is can also can also be expanded, or, right, or it or could be that the right to, it's explicitly framed. We could say that it's not you know that it, it's about the societal interest in preventing murder, which has nothing whatsoever to do with the right to life. Okay, so I want to go through the makorot in um, in, um, in, uh, in 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 the sugga. I think I'll do it more directly than I than I probably would have done otherwise. Um, and at least you know at least pose pose the questions as to what sorts of what are the ways in which we can analyze it, and then we'll pick that up tomorrow, um, and right, and see it and see how much see how much further we get. Okay, so there's a there's there's the parsha right the parsha, first of all situated in the context in the context of theft. So that's our first question right? Why is Bal framed in the concept in the concept of theft? Well, you could say well he didn't have photography yet, um, right? But if, but. <laughs> right but what if somebody sneaks into your house with a camera
1: mm.
0: right so they is going to say oh oh right wait, wait you're not very clever you're suggesting again that we can just shoot people who are trying to violate, violate, right, violate your privacy yeah. right is it is it the fact that above Machteret and this is just debra kasu behuve right that the, when will people sneak into your house they will sneak into your house right when right when when they want to steal or is it that uh, no right sneaking into your house right, does all sorts of things, it creates an insecurity you can never, right, it, right, it means you can never feel private,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right, that's what people sneaking into your house means, right, right, so, right, so, right, so, they right, so, right so, so, you can claim that these possibilities are excluded by framing it in the context of theft, or you can say that, no, right, that's, again, that's just uh, just gives you the standard case, okay, he struck down and, and he, right, and he dies, right, that's, that is it, why it's passive is not necessarily our issue right now, um, and he dies, right, so probably that means that even if he dies, right, but you can you can engage in lesser measures, although this is, whether you have to engage in lesser measures, which is part of the, that I should mention, right, because by the rule by a rodaif, a, right, generally a person who threatens your life is that you have to use the minimal necessary force to save yourself, but it's not clear that that applies to above mahtari. Above mahtari is preemptive action, and it might even be the the, that you can engage in whatever preemptive action you want and not just that minimal preemptive action. And that suggests that this is not just rodiv. That the person has done something wrong by entering your house.
2: Mm-hmm. So in a way, this would be like the rodiv. Yeah.
5: Right? Right. Or you could argue that, you know, because he's tunneling into your house, you don't know what he's going to do. And therefore...
0: You could, but, you know, why can't you just, um, why, why can't you shoot him with a tranquilizer? Door? And then, mm-hmm. We don't have one. Okay, but that's true by Rodaf also. You can shoot somebody with a bullet if you have a, tra- but but only if you don't have a tranquilizer dart. But by Bob Machteret, let's assume for now, because it's certainly a very reasonable position, that if I have two guns, one of the bullet, one of the tranquilizer gun, I'm allowed to choose to shoot him with a bullet. Even though I couldn't do that if he was actually holding a knife at my throat.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? So if you hold that way, that Bob Machteret doesn't require minimal necessary force, even though Rodaf does, so you can argue that it's not right. The reason is that. A no, actually, it's really, it's really hard. Oh why?
2: That. Yeah, that's that's actually, if somebody's at uh, you with a knife, that's it's yeah, it's counterintuitive to say that you can be. You right, don't that don't restriction to, of yeah, life, that you have to, have, to have to use to. minimal force. Why? And then here, not right. Yeah, so the easy done. answer
0: is because here is in your house.
2: So, what's how is that?
0: He you violated your privacy. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, is that really the answer? I don't know. <sighs> yeah i think here because you don't know what is i think like with somebody's eye with a knife you see the knife right you so see exactly what's going to right. happen so, yeah and then here it's like you don't really know like if they have a knife or if they have a gun or if they have a right. bomb like you don't you don't really know
0: but instead of the tranquilizer all that's going to be stopped same way as a person with it, right it can't be worse
2: it could be worse I, than I, a knife what do you mean oh yeah but that would be road if could also be right, right then okay yeah so i
6: don't really know I yep. think if I was passing straight from the Gemara, I would say that in, we believe that people will use minimal force with a if We don't think people will do it on their money, because minimal force is nothing. You can hide, leave the house, and someone will go steal your stuff. We don't believe people will listen to us, so we have to make an exception.
3: I don't think that's what the that argument was. The argument was that, like, because like everybody knows that people do this, therefore the thief now we has this kavana. That means that we now have the ability to kill him. It wasn't that we have to allow. It for right, him. but
0: how can we kill him more than a rodef though? Right, all that argument does is make him into a rodef. Maybe you can act preemptively against, right? So I can kneecap him before he, right? I mean,
5: have we seen sources that say you don't need to use minimal force? We have not.
0: I'm, I'm positing, which you can now look at. I'm positing that there are, in fact, that push shot is, that the requirement of minimal necessary force is on the plate of yeah. You should probably mention, which you always bring up, that uh,
6: if we're talking about preemptive voting we should not say that you have a right to you know, shoot the prime minister before he makes a peace deal.
0: I should probably mention <laughs> that. Sorry. That is true, right? You know, what constitutes roadie it's a very dangerous yeah, it's very dangerous same way right somebody even left to my this year last last week you know, right, that, you know does this mean that you know that you can you know that you should, you know that if we allow we allow killing most of them right the answer is there's no principle that you don't want to, have to say that you always have to obey government because there are really evil and governments you don't want to always say that you can always disobey the governments there's no there are no rules that that prevent evil it rules per se cannot prevent people maybe,
3: maybe we just assume that like you won't be able to stop above left with non-fail force because he'll just come back again or something
0: and won't? once yes why not
3: because we don't know him we don't, we don't we don't have like any any like you know
7: thing that in the scenario that makes us have a specific presumption that he's not going to stop
0: uh, but this
7: is I wonder a if time. it's about. Um, I wonder if it's about the fact that he's coming at night. Because if he doesn't come at night, then um, there's a lot less ability to kill him. And it also says that you're acting in the heat of the moment. Yeah. Ah, um, wow. When you're in the middle of the night, so then you're discombobulated. You don't know what's going on, and it's almost like we're setting it up such that we're doing what the road what the, the the thief is going to expect we're just fulfilling his expectations because he knows that if he comes in here and you catch him you're gonna try to kill him because like oh my god it's the middle of the night and you know he's going to rape my wife and and steal my stuff um ideally in that order of worry um and ideally uh, yeah. in that
0: order <laughs> of okay. work uh, you can also read my diary
6: <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> talk okay. about why he can do these things and all the things we talk about are mamon stuff. We don't say it has anything to do with privacy and we do say specifically why it's different. We say either because he's coming to murder you, or we okay. say it's oh, I, haven't even got, I haven't even
0: gotten to the second half of this me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, let's start with opening up ambiguities. Right. So that can mean that um, you, have, like, you have no guilt for killing him or that he's not alive. Right? He has no. He does not carry. He does not carry bloodiness about him. Or you do not have blood guilt for killing him. Uh, right, that's that's in um, Zarcha Right then damimlo. So as Miriam said, is it that daylight, or does it mean as the Gemara suggests that if you know as clear as daylight that he is coming with intent to kill you, um, right? Then right then right then um, he has to pay. Uh, right that damimlo shalemi shalem sounds like damim there means money as opposed to. As opposed to uh, blood guilt, and it sounds like maybe it just means means, means means that he doesn't have to pay because you can kill him, and now that you can't kill him, therefore he has to pay, right? So the word has three possible meanings, uh, right? the He can be sold for right for his uh, for his theft. If he uh, now the question is, if you right you know you caught him, so why does he have a theft? Why does he have theft? Is this attempted theft or real theft, right? So it's all interesting. Right? We can also, right, you know, we can also frame Bob as attempted theft,
1: hmm.
0: right? That's right? Right, or we could frame it as attempted murder. We so frame Bob as right as attempted murder, right? Then we have then we, then we have moved in Brandeis' claim from actual crime to potential crime, right? And and we we already moved towards the privacy rule. Right? I have a right not to have people sneak into my house, at least not to sneak into my house with intent to kill me. Right. Because you might argue that just clarify his Right. So, but we could, right. So we could you could say, if it's really just about, pen, about him being in your house, then why is there such a person? Why is there such a thing as a Boba Muftar you can't kill? If we find people who say that, if, right, that there's a Boba you can't kill because you know he's not going to kill you. So the answer is, because we didn't go so far as to claim that you have there's a right father and the son thing. Yeah. We didn't go so, we didn't go so far as to claim that you had a, um, as to claim that you have a right to be secure in your property against someone else, or at least you have a right to kill somebody, but you have a right to be secure in your life against somebody else, including, I shouldn't have to worry about my life. So if a person sneaking into my house makes me fear for my life, that, entit- that entitles me to preemptively kill them, but not if they make me fear for my property. And we could do that, but if they ent- right? But I might be able to do many other things to them if I fear for my property, right? There might still be, right? The fact, the fact that we don't allow you to kill somebody doesn't mean that we're not recognizing your right, it just means that we have, right, that that we allow you to engage to do things in proportion to the in proportion to the right to the to the threat to privacy, right? So we have to be careful the other way, right? Not to say that anything that I can't kill you for is not really a violation of privacy and Hulupa doesn't care about. I mean, we we'll
3: still let you beat the guy up if you steal your stuff,
0: right? right. I saw it didn't last Maybe we'll even let you beat 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 him up even if he just tried and failed to seize, to seize your stuff. They're to stop him from doing it again. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I try not to know the halakha in advance. Right, it messes <laughs> up your alumnus terribly if you know the in advance. <laughs> um, and sometimes when you turn out you were right, you were wrong, right? But it's better not. I don't know from the program, I don't know any of this. All the Tsukkim are telling me is the parameters under which I can kill somebody. It doesn't tell me anything about what I can do otherwise.
5: You could also argue that Sukumar are not saying under these parameters you can kill someone, but if you did kill someone, you're not going to be prosecuted for it.
0: Right, it could also be this is post facto, right? Huka, right. That's why it's passive, right? That's certainly a reasonable suggestion, Ramba. Um And again, right, you know, if I were just reading the him I could say an name but obviously you didn't catch him. Obviously, obviously you caught him, right? Sorry, you caught him, you didn't steal anything. So maybe you sell people to slavery for attempted theft.
7: Wait, if you caught him with something in his hand, then he did steal something.
0: So take it back. What does the main lo mean then? Right, AINLO, you carpe, you it, okay, right. If you, he still has it, there's no case of oh, he Oh, just pay twice.
7: Yeah, you still have to pay twice. Aha, uh-huh.
0: Do you think you sell him into slavery even for the even for the double for the for the double? Sounds
7: like if it. he can't pay Okay.
0: Him. Good. So maybe that's a deterrent enough. Right. We we the way we choose to protect right to protect your right to privacy is by imposing right, is by imposing the um imposing the fine even if they don't succeed, right? And that's a whole debate, right? right, you're gonna have to make a Kenyan on it in order to be ha'ivin capable, right? So then what's the right? way the whole discussion, right? When do you make the Kenyan, all, right, all sorts of fun fun things like that. Okay, um, fine. Okay, then we have a question. Yes.
7: I, I'm sorry, it's a little off topic, but can you make a Kenyan on something that isn't available for sale?
0: Yeah, this is because I guess Kenyan exayla. Oh, okay. Right? So, what, about the comment? Yeah. Um, it's one of the, you know, one, one of the, ownership, ownership is not, is not a, is, may not be a halakhi category. That's this, mm. that's right. Ownership may just be a, a term that halakhi uses to encompass a variety of, mm. a variety of rights and responsibilities. Um, okay. Uh, right. That would be obviously a different year where right? we try and talk about of ownership and how they emerge. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, that's been deliberated though many, many times. I don't, I don't have anything to add. Um, okay, so then Yermi has another apostle which says, Gam under under your wings, nim, right, nim, under your corners, whatever. Nim s'u dam nikiyim. we have found the blood of poor souls um, that right who are innocent. You have not found, right, right there, you did not find them in tunnels, in which case they would not be Nikkiim, I guess. But rather kol I haven't the faintest idea what kiel kol means and we're not gonna do Yermia right now. Okay, the tour connects right, The tour connects these and says that we learned from Bamahtar Mitzassim that the, the, the ground of Bamahtar is that somebody came, right? Somebody came to kill, uh, not at all uh, convincing Tishtel, um, whatever, uh, it doesn't matter to me, but that is, the, the access I wanted to put in was the, I want to introduce here was the Vada'i, um right what is, it says he certainly came to kill yeah you. so do we really need vadai? right it's only because you're certain uh if it's only because you're certain he's going to kill you so then that sounds like we're not protecting you against fear we're protecting you like right protecting you against actual actual, actual threat okay um right so i have two axes that has been right one is the but axis, and the other, which you see in starting in, in the targum is the question of whether the damim referred to is the person who is innocent, which sounds like of The parallel sounds like we're talking about that um, the person is innocent or guilty, um, or whether, uh, rather, whether oh, right. So, so means the person the person is not worthy of life,
1: mm-hmm.
0: as opposed to means you have no guilt for killing them. And those, right, and we, can, I think we can understand the halacha in different ways depending on those, on those um, premises. And Rashi, as Rashi says very clearly, he's already dead. Now uh, Rashi uses this to claim that if a, if, if a furtive, a um, furtive, Miriam, can I ask you again? This, this typing is good. It's hard for me. Sorry. Yeah. Um, the um the um Rashi says that if the if a, if a if the thief is tunneling on Shabbos, uh or let's suppose that the thief dug the tunnel before Shabbos because he's a Shamar Shabbos thief. <laughs> uh, and right, but he entered the tunnel on Shabbos, uh only planning only to to steal non muxa items. And uh right, and in that process, the tunnel, the tunnel fell on him. So Rashi says you can't dig him out on Shabbos because he's dead
1: yeah
0: mm-hmm. now he's dead even though you have not spotted him yet you didn't right? he's dead just because right he's because a, a person who enters your house is dead okay. now right now we can talk about how to frame that halakhically, right that's a right that's you know what what creates a god for this is a general thing in halakha but being a god you for know, for me the the best thing is the who claimed that obviously you can never kill a live person physically so the only reason execution is ever motor is because Bezdin's pronouncement makes you dead mm. and once you've been sentenced to capital punishment now you're dead so now it's not a big deal if you kill them physically because <laughs> already dead legally but yeah. right? you have to kill them legally before you kill them before you kill them physically
2: i didn't get the the thing that you said about not digging somebody out on shabbos yeah somewhere. is that that was like a joke or something. no that's real what do you mean? if so a thief if you, if you
0: if, if somebody is if somebody is above enough right? okay on shabbos and the house yeah. falls on them you're not allowed to right it's a uh, you're not there you're not allowed to save them right like well. by violating like through kill of shabbos or are we saying rashi says this or is it where Rashi shabbos? says this
2: okay
0: i mean the gemara says that rashi explains okay. the reason why is because it's god for katila yeah
1: because
0: he's already dead so how does what does that mean so one way right this is gets into a question i wrote also why can you kill a rodave so if you take this position right so then you have to right. so you have to claim that attempted murder is a capital crime,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not just murder, right? Because he's already dead. Mm. Now, if it turns out you don't die, so then we resurrect him. And then we have all the questions <laughs> of whether he has to remarry right, his wife, all sorts of issues like that, <laughs> uh, right? Legal, legal legal, life and death, which we'll, which we'll cover. But the the basic claim then is an attempt, right? But Satler Rashi says, entering the tunnel is a capital crime.
1: Yeah.
0: Now we could get out of it saying no. We could say that anybody whom you have a right to kill, you can't violate Shabbos to save. And it's not because they're really dead. It's just that you have have a right to kill them. And so it doesn't make any sense to say that you have, right? But the problem is that once they're underneath in the tunnel, you no longer have a right to kill them. Hmm. Right? So it's more like they died in the process of when they died when they were already dead. Mm -hmm. And that suggests that the trespass per se, at least trespass with intent to kill, is a capital crime.
1: From the perspective, yeah.
0: right so if you say that right so that's that, that that that's a lot of progress right towards the right to privacy right right it's not that it's not right because my life isn't threatened he never actually attempted to threaten my life he just did all he did was trespass yeah so why is trespass a crime no because he's trying to leave no didn't got to the point of trying to kill me well, he, he entered the tunnel with intent right but him. i'm not there yet for that matter right what happens if i'm not home so he had no possibility of trying to kill me
2: he didn't know wow. you weren't home. That's didn't. true,
0: but he never. There was never a possibility of an actual meiser ritzifka. All there is is intent. So when is intent a crime?
5: Hmm.
0: That most of the time. I don't know. It's the <laughs> only case I know of. think. there's no. Right, is there's intent
2: no, a crime on Shabbos, for example?
0: Intent is not a crime. I right, you, you right you now. You have to have
5: man.
3: intent to break
0: Shabbos. Yeah, but intent by I itself, there is the doing right. doing yeah. It's, yeah. it's
5: going into
0: the tunnel. Yeah.
3: If you're not home and your neighbors don't know you're home, maybe that, so don't know you're, sorry, and your neighbors know you're not home, maybe you, Maybe they can't kill him.
0: If the neighbor, right, if he knows you're not home, then he probably can't kill him. But if he goes in, right, so he has intent, right, so, it's, so it's, what's his, his crime is, his crime is trespass with intent to kill.
7: Yeah.
0: Not attempted murder.
7: Hmm.
0: So he hasn't gotten to the point of attempted murder.
7: I mean, I feel like Halacha is okay with Kavana um, determining the status, whereas American law is not, and that might be the source of our discomfort.
0: In general, in Halacha, we hold that makshava makshava Tova, kodesh uh, Parakum and for Masa, but makshava Ra in a kodesh Parakum and Sarfala Masa. The only exception is a vodasara. Everywhere everywhere but Avodazara we say that God does that God does not consider intent to be to be equivalent to action.
7: I don't know because uh, if you listen it. to the shofar on Rosh Hashanah without you know you just walking by, it doesn't do it for you. You have to be listening with the intent. You know, the no, it does. It um, you know, <laughs> if you just say the words, I'm not sure if you're married or not. No, actions have the intent. Right. Actions, um, without kemanid,
0: actions without actions without don't mean anything, but we but in, but intentions without actions, we say that God accounts It's not in an intent those. without an action, it's intent with an action. Uh, so the mice, uh, the mice. He, he entered
7: the house. Yeah, if right. he was like, he's it, just walking along, thinking, "I'd like to kill this guy." That's different. He actually entered the house. He did something. Uh-huh. So
0: let's examine, right? Let's suppose that I'm walking along the street, right, and I say, "By golly, I am going to kill John Doe," and here's the gun I'm going to kill him with, and now I will do a Maisa Hagbo on the gun <laughs> with intent to kill John Doe. Now it turns out that John Doe was already dead, oh. or left town five months ago. But do I, right? If I now Guilty of the crime of attempted murder? No. We can take an even like more that.
6: extreme case. Let's say I'm in the next country and I shoot a missile at X. And I only have one missile. And now it's over. You can't kill me now. I have there's nothing you can that's do true. now to stop the missile. And I am actively attempting to kill somebody. And it's not good enough. That's true. Tony, what do you want to say?
5: It sounds like you have to conceptualize the going into the tunnel as like the beginning of the
0: attempted murder. Could be, or I could say that no trespass with intent to kill is a crime Mm
5: -hmm. i would want someone to
0: actually say that would you really (laughs) good for you i would also (laughs) want someone actually i said it yeah i'm just just engaging in a you know in a detailed analysis of the crime there are a lot of anomalous things about this which leave open the possibility um okay um all right, so you have so you have the access about whether about um whether it's a whether um who the name applies to, whether it's Vada or suffak. Um you have the access about whether it's a khiv or a whether it's a khiv or a reshus, right? Um which you can decide where Rashi but it says a balaharga so that sounds like a Chiyav, but yeah, you know, okay, obviously that's fugible, uh, right. Um Oh, great, the Rambam holds it as a rishutsu, not a right? And um and not a and Narech, and Um okay. Um, I'm i give you all the other sources about, it, uh about Vareyat. Savik, so I think, uh, Riyosu I think, is very important um, because he's the one who says what Miriam suggested, he says, Sharei kimo'onusu, adam yachol labid al which means that we don't actually see it, right? We prefer to have the baba al not killed, but we excuse you for having done it. So that's an interesting question, like, why do we do that? Are you really honest? Um, so this is like part of a you know, general question on you know, how we deal with constructions of, uh, why, why would we have, why do we need to put this rule in as opposed to lead, saying, just judge it case by case, was he honest or not? Right? Um, you can obviously imagine cases in which people plainly engage in premeditated, premeditated versions Let's, say, you know, for example, if somebody knows that there's a, you know, that there's a thief they really hate and they put a they make a big deal out of going out of town so that the thief will come, will, will come, will, will come into their house so they can shoot them. Right. So it's a halach that still be patra, even though, right. So that, you know, they can have lots of fun. But um, I'm interested in, in Baba Machtera's claim, in, in right, before Short's claim that it's which seems to suggest something different about it, but we have to figure out what it means, right? It could be that it means that really, there's no crime at all. And so there's no, you can't derive anything from here, then, right, there no right there's nothing about that. Or, the, or, or if I care, we could say, no, right? We're, we're making you honest because we don't want people to be hesitant about, uh, right? We think that this is the kind of thing we encourage. Um, okay. Um, right, and because short, sure short, um, uses the uh, the language in adam ya khul hamid al-samalmano but it can be connected uh already says ain't al-damim why uh right yasin ashudda khalaqul manabish askhimum so by saying bish askhimum he connects it to the to the issue of goel adam so you know you have to right that's cuz goel adam is radafah goel adam ki khamzavo so he's saying that this but that um is part of the same kind of law. You have to figure out what you think the law of, of Goel Adam is. Uh, right? This is presumably only according to the position that says Goel Adam is Rishus. But even as Goel Adam is Rishus, the question is, is it Rishus that we want you to carry out or Rishus we don't want you to carry out? All right, so all those questions.
5: Also, um, in Jacob knows in Chavurta that the Pasukim Parshat Masai says mm-hmm. that if the accidental murderer leaves the Iremiklap and the Goel Adam kills him, in low dam. Right. so it's just, it Sounds
0: like similar. It's the same thing, yes. So
5: there, I, I, there maybe it's even more like we we like that the Golodom killed him,
0: or? So I, I'm restraining myself here because I have I have a, a word I'm very fond of and I didn't uh, put it into the share. So I'll think about it for next time, <laughs> like I want uh-huh. to do it or not, uh, which I should say that Rabbi Nachbar at uh, at pets that's a funny story. Um, here, you know what? That's not a story I necessarily want on tape. We'll so suspend for, we're back online. Um. So the, um, yeah, so I'm gonna skip that for it. <laughs> uh, but I think I do have a whole work tying all these things together and I think you're entirely right. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what I wanted to do just now um, so that I'll still have time to prepare the guide teacher, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to share hopefully. I wanna read the Abravanel with you. Okay, so we're on page, this is page five of the source sheet. Do you have the right source sheet? Did I get the right one?
5: Probably uh, we didn't get that far, but. <laughs> well, we weren't supposed to, to page
0: five.
2: Um, yeah, we never did. Does page, page five have five. Of the
0: Abravanel? You I see ah, so I say, so I say the wrong source sheet. Good. So I'm gonna read the Bravanel to you now, and then you can go check me. Right. Okay. I don't usually do this, but we're gonna, we're, but we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna cheat. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. So he tells you why do you kill the Because you're it's poetic justice. He came mm. to kill you. You're gonna kill him. Okay. <laughs> Right, when he's found in the tunnel, when you can see, when you can see that he's coming to kill, right, then his his you're allowed to kill him. So if the if you find the thief in your house and you and, right and you and you strike him until he dies, you have no guilt. You don't get punished for killing him. Um, right, because the Torah has descended into the minds of every individual. Every person who has a hater, anybody who has a hater, that hater will sneak into their house to kill him. And if he gets found, He'll say, "Oh, I just came to steal. I didn't steal." So yeah. Me will go, and this will just keep happening. So Rabbi Nell understands not as a punishment for having, right, for having, for, right, for this, but as a right to be free of, the right, to be free of the threat in the future.
3: Or he just thinks that it's different from Rodic the way that I suggested, which is that if you think that the Rodak won't stop and you have a real reason to believe that, then you can just kill them.
0: Aha, uh-huh. okay, right, so that, uh, that is The right.
3: way I understood it, wait, yeah. did I understand this correctly, that basically
2: somebody who's trying to murder somebody else is never going to admit that, like, right. if they're caught, Mm-hmm. So therefore, like we just, like legally, we have the right to kill that person if they come to our house. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
0: Because okay. if they just admit it, they'll sneak away and they'll come back the next night. Yeah. No, mm. actually. Okay. Like, so now the, the question so, is, Varmaclu and I are disagreeing, which is exactly the right, the right disagreement. So it's says, yeah. So what this is, is, right? This is, is I am really now at threat. To, I'm really now at risk to my life mm-hmm. because I have a, I have a hater out there. But if that's the case, I should be able to go out, right? I should, be, I should be able to go out, right? And kill him after he leaves the house too.
3: Yeah. He's demonstrated he's a by, uh, like, you know, coming in.
0: He's, he's, demonstrated writer. Writer he's demonstrated he's a He's demonstrated
5: he's a That's not how I understood this at all. Yeah. It, it, it sounded like, to me at least, that this is like a Takana for society. Like, we don't want people to be able to uh, dig under people's houses and wait, to, wait till they're, uh, you know, not looking and then kill them. Therefore, we're going to say, you know, as a preventative measure,
6: be able to kill him. Therefore, people will stop doing it.
0: Yes. The question is, why also, do we care?
6: Also, once he's left, of course, you can't kill him because now he's demonstrated he really just was a thief. Aha. Once he's left. Oh,
0: well, he
2: left because they, he was caught.
0: Well, he, well, in this case, he left because he was caught. There, <laughs> there's Yerushalmi, the which connects to the other word. Yerushalmi says that you can kill the bob uh even after he's left if you were home. But, um, uh-huh. and quotes the possible bag That's why it all connects. But, um, but here, right, you caught him. Here you caught him. So what I want to argue, right, Sparamapha doesn't like it, and that's entirely legitimate. Right? What I want to argue is that we really don't like people who sneak into other people's houses to kill them. Because people have a right not to be worried about being killed in their houses. Yeah. You don't have that right on the street. On the streets, huh. you can wear a gun, they can wear it. There's, no, there's nothing wrong with a society in which everybody has to wear a gun. It's a polite mm-hmm. society. We can advance as a society and create a system in which, every, right, in which everyone has the right not to be killed on the street. Also, but that's not right. Our first level is I have right in my house not to be right, not to worry about being killed. And so if someone sneaks into my house, I'm right. I'm entitled to kill them to stop them from doing it again.
3: That's what Yerushalmi.
0: Yerushalmi is the one that can kill on the way out. But I'm just claiming yeah. that I'm claiming the way that Bravanel understands this halacha. Right, the, right. I want to argue the, right, that rather understands this halakha as a right to be free of the threat of death, and not just the right to be free of death. But I only have that right in my house. Doesn't man's home is his castle? Why can't I just shoot
3: people who bring guns into my
0: house? Why can't you just shoot people who bring guns into your house? Yeah,
3: even if they just walk in openly.
0: If they walk in openly, that's a fair question. Uh, I, you know, it's an interesting question of whether, I, whether if I put up a sign on my house, all trespassers will be killed, right? So then anybody entering my house knows, right? And it might be I can create Bob situations like that, right? The, the, the outcome, right, which you can terrify you, probably should, of Bob Tzaret, right, and the Tzaret is the explicit inspiration in many cases for Samuel Brown Laws which are in many states, right, that, right, which basically, right, because the, the underlying question that we ask is why, right, why don't I have to leave when the thief comes?
1: Mm.
0: Right, why, right, right, that's, that's right, that, right, why, why, why do I have a right to kill somebody just to protect my money? Yeah. So that's how you, right, that depends whether you think, There's right, whether you think, if you think it's anus and adam bahula lamono really means that I really can't restrain myself. Mm-hmm. So, in hainameh. But if you think Adam Bahulamono right doesn't mean that it's right, it's a because it's not really anus, which is what all the other Sugyas on the court mm-hmm. are about. Right. Does Adam Bahulamono really mean that you're that you're seized with this overpowering, uncontrollable urge that even if, for example, halakha said that if you give into it, we're gonna execute you because you're a murderer, you couldn't control. Mm-hmm
5: the way it's quoted here, it's like the thief, because of the, whole world, the, thief, the thief is prepared to kill you and therefore you can kill him, even if you're not Yeah,
0: so that's a really interesting, right? So that's interesting. We have to we have to go through that so get properly and say, what, you know, that's a really, you know, so in the end it's because the thief is prepared to kill you. So what if you shout, I'm not prepared to kill you, or you hold up your hand, right? You know, that's, um, so there there, there there, are different theories as to how that works, right? One, which I guess, it. I don't want to raise you, I so I'll, you know, tip away something, right? Because we call an unclean hands doctrine, that it's the thief started and that's why you can kill him, right, which is different than an actual Rodaif doctrine that it's because the thief is trying to kill you, but it's really because you're trying to kill the thief, right, as far as the thief is concerned, if you left, the thief has no interest in killing you, right, so why do I have, right, so the thief can say, look, you're the one who initiated the capital confrontation, it wasn't life and death when I walked in, because it's only because you made it so, you could have left, right, so one version is, well, no, but really you, it's impossible for you to control yourself. Another possibility is, the right, is that the thief knows there's a possibility that you'll confront him, but then that still doesn't explain why you have a right to confront him. So it could be because the thief knows there's a possibility, that's what gives you the right to confront him. And why should that be? The, thief, so the thief's willing to kill you, but, right? So the answer must be because you have the right to respond to certain threats actively. And we get back to, right? So that, that's what I want you to look at. All the, now, you, now you can go back and look at all the Korot and you can look at a lot of things I haven't given you. That's what I want you to look at is to see whether in the end of the day you are, right, you think that bab Machter is really just about the threat to your life or whether whether it is, according to at least some Rishonim, and I think, yeah, I want, I, with Bravanel is, I guess I would say that Bravanel is, probably one extreme and of course sure is the other if I were setting up that kind of share where there are, you know where there are polls but if I'm not convinced that those are really the case because I can because it's you can understand the the way Spermapa does and you can understand the you can understand a claim of onus as socially constructed we treat this as on as opposed to you actually on us because we have a choice always about right the way to react to somebody the one way of reacting to somebody saying something saying on is we create more radical disincentives Right, you say you're honest well guess what you're not gonna be so honest if we're gonna kill you right right you can control yourself then well guess what we're gonna kill you well that's not enough well you know what we're gonna boil you in hot oil before we kill you right <laughs> or we could
6: or we could create something else you to run away if you see someone trying to break into your house We you could, could, create a, right? sure
0: could you listen right right but you know, but maybe you're really honest right so that's why you look at all this so good okay so the purpose of the right so the purpose of those makorah, which you can look at, at the beginning of Seder tomorrow is to see whether babam akhteret can or should be understood as, right, as rooted to some extent in a right to something that emerges from privacy as opposed to life. Okay. And then the second question is, if you are convinced that that can or should be understood as emerging from some notion that Brandeis explained, right? Um, I think, born in Brandeis, I think, plausibly claim that this right emerges from something beyond a right to life, do you think well? Okay, the way we think about halacha is well, okay, that's it. Or do we say ah, that means that halacha recognizes this kind of thing that grows out of that grows at right that grows out of other things, right? Not only is there a right to life, but there's a right to be there's a right to be free of the threat to life. So maybe all the other ways in which Brandeis talks about the expansion of common law, we don't have to claim halacha expands that way. Maybe we should be looking for those things in halacha, and maybe if we're convinced that this is shot above machteret. Maybe when there are other ambiguous areas where we can understand halakha in those terms or not, maybe this will, so now we see that halakha recognizes, um, even in this extreme case of allowing you to kill somebody because we have a, right, because we recognize these kind of rights, maybe we should look to interpret other areas of halakha that way. Okay, right, so that's right, that's an, right, so I want, it's not, it's not a, the interpretational move is not to claim, oh, look, I found this case of privacy, therefore it exists, yet, Right, therefore it, we're going we're to expand it to everywhere, that I think is extreme. But on the, the, if the presenting question is, does halakha recognize these kinds of things or not? And the answer is yes, halakha recognizes these kinds of things. So then when we have other ambiguities, we can, right, we can be biased towards seeing, seeing halakha is recognized. And when we have a lot of things in halakha, right, which can be interpreted that way, then we might be considered to say, oh, look, this must be a general value in halakha. And then we have cases that aren't explicitly covered. We might say, oh, look, but the purposes of halakha, right, we will have a new, th- we have Kedoshim tu and Vesita Yashar Vatov and, I don't know, Hasnei Alekheti Melekecha. And is the same kind of meta value as the others, and means that halakha should always put a premium on privacy.
6: I- I think yes, that the difference between sneers and privacy is, when someone tears away your sneers, they're usually doing you a favor, and when someone tears away your privacy,
0: you are hurting Okay, I use but that is a bad term because it already assumes that sneers is the right word, not at all. Right? I, I will invent a pusik Right? Thou shalt be right. Thou shalt thou shalt at all at, at all times be private. Wouldn't
3: that be a burden
0: on you? You know, so we get rights and burdens. Yeah, you know, that's all right. Also, right. Yeah. But that's still so a I problem. it's like,
6: like it's like you. Okay, right. You're no, okay. but brother. like take, take the guy that does about people hiding under that's their bed. Listen, take you. the guy. That does <laughs> the, like, <laughs> the we are sympathetic to the people hiding under the beds, even though they are very much violating the privacy of their teachers.
0: Shockingly enough, I do intend to put that on the makara. Alright,
6: but <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh,
0: because I said right, the challenge. You know, well, you know, the challenge is. To make the case interesting, it's not—it's right, not enough to construct the right to privacy. Make the case interesting, you also have to construct the right to know that competes with the right to privacy. Right? So the case, the and case there's where, a
8: difference between like the privacy that is owed to you from sh- by strangers versus the privacy that you deserve from people who are not strangers.
0: Absolutely. Maybe there's no privacy, right, among uh, in families.
6: No, but
8: that—those are
6: very extreme cases. Because if they were doing that on purpose, we might kill them. We just saw Gemara. It says if they did that uh-huh.
0: on purpose, we would murder the teachers. Yeah, right. Still okay. the right to. <laughs> <laughs> the devil can quote Talmud for his own purposes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I think that's a good place to end here. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I, um, I guess you, know, you can resume your own learning at uh, at four at uh, four o five.